<laughs> as my father used to say to me about, like, when he would see me drink a glass of wild turkey, he'd go, you know, you only get so many chips on that. Yeah. And mm, that's chips. my attitude. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like, you live <laughs> as long as you're supposed to live. So, fuck it. Like, make sure you live the life where somebody reads a really good speech at your funeral. I don't care what you're fucking at. Tell me when we're rolling. Rowan? Just one more lap dance, I'll be leaving. Just one more whiskey, I'll stop weaving. Just one more line, and I'll be a new, new man. Just one more hit, and I'll tell you my master plan. Where's safe? Where's familiar? Where can I smoke? Take on, go to Mums, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! that you stay in your homes, make no attempt to reach loved ones and avoid all physical contact with the assailants. Do you believe everything you hear on TV? the break we're going to interview eric weihenmayer who climbed the highest mountain in the world mount everest but he's gay i mean he's gay excuse me he's blind hey keep you're a pirate man that would explain everything until sweat drops down my balls oh these bitches crawl Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker Oh, ski, ski, goddamn Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker Oh, ski, ski, goddamn Ray, look, Ray Unconscious chanting, you're chanting I want to kill everyone Satan is good, Satan is our pal Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes You got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip and those warts on your dick aren't gonna go away Unless you start using topical cream every day Are you a Hawaii scumbag? Do you chug energy drinks in Arizona? Suzuki Samurai Ninja name? Garbage cat And poor chlorophyll is caught in the middle of this Chlorophyll? More like borophyll Right? Now go home and get your fucking shine box Motherfucking mother drinking <clears throat> yeah a lot of a lot of drinking uh are you still drinking no 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 i i don't that's that's behind me now i just why are you buying 
I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way to dribble up and down the court, just like I. I hope we rescued a starfish king on this adventure. It'll be a slam dunk. Would you call what we did last night sex? That's it's a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do. Uh. There's nothing in the world like Action Park. Baby, let me think you But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Mm. God damn, Jimmy. This some serious gourmet shit. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried tasty choice, right? <laughs> Niece brings this serious gourmet shit on. <laughs> Hi, this is Katie Morgan. Before Carol Baskin allegedly killed her husband, I was giving all of your husband's boners on HBO. You're listening to the number one internet radio show, Boobs, Beer, and Craziness. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. But between you and me, baby, I have the best two segments on this politically incorrect show. Shh. Hello, this is Eric Stolhansky from the movie Beer Fest, and you are listening to the only two people that could drink more than we did in that movie, the king of all drunks, Chris Finley, and the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Spiders in my hair This is Halloween This is Halloween Pumpkin scream in the dead 
Children of all ages, DMC Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world! Ow, the ow. queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. The man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking Daddy and Jazzy! You sound so enthusiastic right now. Well, what happened to the music? I went to lower it and it clicked off. Fingers strikes again. God, really, Gil? Come on, dude. Like, you don't even understand the amount of shit that I've been through with this fucking show in the past two weeks. So stop. Because I'm the one that fucking figured out how to fucking fix it from not being fucking retarded. She sent an email. All right, folks. I didn't send an email. I fucking asked them, and they told me. We have an amazing show lined up for you tonight. It's uh, one of our Twice. Halloween shows, okay? We have an uh, amazing actor uh, from the Devil's Rejects, uh, Text Chancellor Massacre 2. Um, yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses, you name it. Bill Mosley is going to be in the show very shortly. Uh, also, we have uh, Maya um, Sinstress. Sinstress is going to be on the show. Sorry about that. She's a freaky, freaky girl, which uh, kind of fits the theme of the show here tonight. So uh, we're very excited. Yes, I saw her tongue. She, uh, we're very excited to have her on the show as well. Uh, so it's going to be a very, 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 very fun show. So I'm glad you're tuning in. Sorry about the little musical mishap in the beginning there, uh, but we will get through it. So, um, uh, joining us in the studio tonight, of course, we have the uh, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. But before we uh, show Cassie, uh, Jesse Jane, the uh, legendary porn star, has something to say about uh, Cassie Finley. Yo, it's Jesse Jane. You're listening to the number one podcast, Porn and Chaos, and listening to the one woman I want to scissor the most, Cassie Finley. You're drinking dirty in Jersey. Yes. All right, thanks, Jesse Jane, and here is the uh, the queen herself who's gonna pop up on the screen. And that's right. Yay! Uh, hello, queen. And I'm frozen again. Yes, yes, I know you're frozen again too. Uh, fantastic. Also in the studio tonight, we have the uh, owner and proprietor of the Eldorado Wine House in Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. Uh, Gilk is joining us. Gilk, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How is everybody out there? Uh, good. Are you I'm just not going to move. So if I don't freeze, if I don't move a lot. <laughs> so if I freeze, you won't even know. I love updates. Updates are just the best. We're going back to that regular fucking shit. Like, That's I don't care. everything up. No, it's not. Going back? It's not going to screw it up. No, no. We were, we were running fine for years. We were running fine. Now everything's all fucked up. Now everything's all frozen because of this new update. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm freezing too. I'm all, I'm freezing all over the place. <laughs> so fantastic. I mean, can ever can you hear things okay? Or like, are, I don't know. I don't voice know. Voice being on. frozen. I have no idea. The pictures aren't freezing. Though. The pictures are moving good. Yeah, no, that's pictures. great. Good for good for the fucking pictures. Yeah, the My videos. whole face is freezing. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have your cake and eat it too. <clears throat> so yeah, but no, these are important shows. So uh, of course, this happens. Um, so anyway, folks, let's get the show rolling. Uh, Cassie, whenever you're ready, let me know. No, because you're going to go in front of me saying I'm fucking ready. Okay. Utah, give me two. Utah, give me two. Two beers. As in, of course, we're drinking. Tonight, I'm drinking uh, the beer I was drinking last week, which is uh, Devil's Reach, which you'll see in about 10 minutes. There we go. Uh, now, the reason I'm drinking this beer is because we have Bill Mosley from Devil's Rejects on tonight. So I thought it'd be fitting that I drink a Devil's Reach. This is my favorite beer in the world. Um, so, uh, I love this beer. I encourage anybody to go find this beer. It's out till July, but, uh, definitely, uh, go definitely, uh, grab this beer. Um, and, uh, Gilk, you're drinking. What are you drinking, buddy? 
I am drinking Three Floyds, the Laser Snake. If you guys can see the freaking the logo on this can, it's insane. It's actually a really good beer. I'm not sure how strong it is, but uh, it's actually really, really good. It's got a little bit of like, a sweetness. This stuff is good. Let me go out and try this stuff. This is my year. I'm like the beer I was drinking last week that almost made me puke. Oh my god, Gilk was puking all over the studio. It was terrible. Yeah, last week was uh, pretty much a disaster for Gilk. I took a Gilk. sip of that stuff and it was like, oh, it was making me gag. <laughs> it was terrible. And uh, Cassie, of course you're drinking. What are you drinking? You guys probably are going to, it's going to glitch. Um, I'm drinking Great Lakes Oktoberfest. This is like one of the better Oktoberfests, I think. Yes. Um, and that you can get, you know, this time of year. Not better than Kate May. Kate May was really good. No, Kate May's really it's good. It's gone, unfortunately. <laughs> but. Ugh, they should move more of that stuff. What, Kate May Oktoberfest? It's yeah. gone already? Yeah. yeah it's gone. Wow. They stopped, they're not making it anymore. Yeah, very good beer. Once again, I apologize for our faces just keep freezing. I don't know what is going on, but uh, kind of sucks dick. Um, there's nothing we can do about it right now, so. Apparently, um, apparently the audio is fine. Gilk needs to talk into the mic. I was what? told. I, I, well, no, I heard that who too. Said I was that, in... Eric. Yeah, Eric. No, he does. He, he kind of leans back like he's like uh, relaxing in a beach yeah. chair. So I'm like cruising in my six zero. <laughs> yeah, guys, so... just don't watch our faces. <laughs> yeah. So um, every show, folks, we play a drinking game. Where you folks listening and watching, I'm gonna play play along as well. We have a drinking word or term of the night. And every time that word or term is said, and guess Bork what? keeps texting me, I'm going to throw my fucking phone out the window. <laughs> you drink. Well, tonight's drinking word or term is... Fitting. Texas Chainsaw Handjob. Now, oh, this is a hot. very awesome term. Uh, now, the Texas Chainsaw Handjob is when a girl cuts off a dude's arm and jerks him off with it. Um, so, uh, Cass, there's a couple really? of different definitions. <laughs> I'll read the first one, uh, meaning... Man, what happened to your arm, Billy? Billy. Oh man, shit got with Rita. Got hot. Shit with Rita got hot last night, and she gave me a Texas chainsaw hand job. Oh, oh. drink. And Cassie, what uh, what is the other definition there? Man, what happened to your arm, Billy? Oh man, shit with Rita got hot last night, and she get it was the same fucking thing. Was it the same thing? They doubled it. It's literally the same thing. But anyway, anytime you hear the word Texas Chainsaw, a term, a Texas Chainsaw handjob, guess what? You, you drink. drink. Oh. oh! Put the drink screen on. <laughs> hey, it works. It works. <laughs> yeah, it's working. This Gif- week. It's funny. Gif- gifts work fantastic. You know what it is? Probably whatever that setting was. Probably no, I went back. Set- I went back to the original oh, setting. You did? Yeah, because our fucking shit wasn't playing in that setting. So part of me thinks maybe I should go back to the other setting and fucking whatever. Why don't we just all go back to 2019? Uh, so much fun. Yes. Well. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, Why don't you just put your vibrator I on? I can't because it's on my computer. Oh. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <sighs> should I just like fucking? Yeah. Try the other setting. I all mean, right, like, guys. Hold on one second. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play with uh, some. We're gonna play with settings setting really a little quick. bit we're right now. Some shit up. Yeah. Pissing me off here because uh, the frozen faces thing is It's really making me angry. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. Meanwhile, <clears throat> let's smoke some crack. Yeah, let's smoke some crack. I have some nice glass penis I can light up right here. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. I never <laughs> smoke crack. I have no idea like what it does. That's to you terrible. Don't, yeah. don't ever smoke crack. <laughs> what it does to you. I'm sure it does great things to you. Oh, that erased the music? No, but I think it only does it in this fucking... No, it only does it while it's going... All right, so hold on. Hold on. We're going to look a little different. 
All right. But at least we're not freezing now. Are we not freezing now? No, we're not freezing now. Okay. See, I'm not freezing now. Oh, look, I'm not freezing now, you guys! I thought we were just playing... Uh... I think Cassie just lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie fucking fruity, motherfuckers. <laughs> just saying. All right, now we just gotta Hopefully, play the... I just hope I just hope everything is okay, like an intermission and shit. And it's not, like, fucked up, but... Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry we're like doing testing in the middle of this, guys. Yeah, but that's okay. I don't think people are tuning in for our testing. No, but, um... but no, I mean like as we're like recording. <laughs> I think this is better. The and only I... the only thing is is like, hold on one second. I'm gonna go to Finley really quick. Yes. Hello, everybody. Oh no, we're fine. It's, yeah, it's not. Oh, was I freezing there a little no, bit? No, I don't think you just. I think you just. Did that move? is moving really slow. I think you're moving really slow. Where's All right, you... I'm gonna call. Him. I'm gonna call. <laughs> Freezes like, for a second when it changes, but it's then like it's fine. Max Headroom. All right, we're fine. <laughs> okay, guys. We don't ever watch Gilk's face, don't worry. Yeah, I know. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> I think everybody likes the fact that Gilk's mic Wait, blocks wanna, his whole face. I want to do this really quick. Happy birthday, Rachel. Happy birthday, Rachel. <laughs> it's Rachel's birthday. Everybody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes Our uh, friend Rachel. Happy birthday, Rachel. Happy birthday, Rachel. I'm gonna, is, th- I'm gonna throw my shit out the fucking window. Who is texting Cassie? Work, legit work. Like my fucking coworker that's on night shift is texting, group texting everybody. It's like, dude, I'm not looking at my fucking phone. But Don't it's like text voiceover me. stuff. What could they be doing on at night? Like uh, auditions. Uh, yeah, well, they do auditions. See, the problem night. is uh, a lot of Cassie's job is out in California. Is that in California. So this is not uh, nighttime. So right now yeah. it's six fifty in exactly. California. Yes. And in 10 minutes, my favorite person. So let's let's all get excited about Bill Mosley. Let's all get excited all right. about Bill Mosley. So um, the first time I saw Mr. Bill Mosley was yes. um, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in about 1988. The first time I saw that movie. I'm not sure when it came out. It came out in 86. 86. The first time I saw it was 88. And it was kind of an insane movie. I didn't, I didn't see the first one yet, so I saw the second you one saw first. The second one first. The second one first. Were you like, "What the fuck is going uh, on?" I had no idea what was going on. I knew it was ridiculous, and there was, there was a lot of blood and gore, and it, it was crazy. Um, so I didn't hear or see of Bill Mosley again until The House of a Thousand Corpses, mm-hmm. where he pretty much played the same character. Because um, it was kind of, uh, you know, let's play it on the line. The House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, basically kind of the same movie. Same it's the plot. same plot. Um, you know, just throw Doctor Satan in there. There's a couple little, a little other bit. things in there that aren't in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's. I remember seeing those movies back to back. I remember the first time I really saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the first time I saw it, like as an adult, basically, because I saw it as a kid, but I don't really remember it, you know. And then I saw it again in my twenties. And I saw it right before I saw House of a Thousand Corpses, and I was like, what a fucking ripoff! I was, like, so mad. Because yeah. I literally saw them, like, a week apart, and I was like, this is the same movie. And listen, I didn't think it was that good. I was very excited to see, because that movie was put on the shelf for a long four time. Four years. It took four, four years. years for it yes. to fucking come out. They kept talking about it. They're like, right. oh, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Put on the shelf for a didn't. long time. And, and it, I had a shitty ex-boyfriend that, like, wasn't into horror movies, so I didn't get to see it in the theaters, which pissed me off. And then it came out, and, and I didn't think it was that great at the time, but then The Devil's Rejects came out. Mm. And that changed my whole outlook on horror movies. Yes. That was a, one of the most original horror movies I've ever seen. It was a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just loved it. It was it put a nice twist on you almost rooted for the bad guys and that you did root for the bad guys you did. in that movie. Absolutely. And it, and it was and it was just great. Um and, and I loved it. Uh you know, um they had everything in it. It was a great horror movie. Um it was almost like a western. Yes. Uh which which well, I love. A lot of horror movies are westerns. Yes. 
Uh, and Same I did. Elements. I did enjoy Three from Hell, but it was no Devil's Rejects. No. Devil's Rejects was the quintessential. Well, because Devil's Rejects movie. was supposed to be the end. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to have another one. Well, they get fucking shot up then in the they car. Just, they just decided that they were going to have another one because yeah. they were bored. They They're like, sh- yeah, we're bored. Let's make another movie. It's fine. Shut up in the car. So, I mean, yeah. like, I, oh, I thought they were dead, and they d- died great. See, Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. Uh, not Mid- Sweet Home Midnight Alabama. Uh, free, uh, free Bird. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Free Bird they died to. Uh, free Bird. Midnight Rider was in the beginning of the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, Free Bird is when they got shot up. Um, this is when, like, movies had that soundtrack. That just like went with the movies. Now they just kind of throw any kind of music in there. Yelk. Shh. <laughs> 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 just, 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 just keep going. It's okay. <laughs> just ignore all. the third person in our studio tonight. I mean, if you're referring to the 80s movies that would have videos for the movie and that movie would tie to the movie, then yes, you're correct. But Devil's Rejects came out in like 2003. 2000. No, but it still had a great soundtrack. It was later than 2003. Yeah. Yeah, but in the 80s... It was like 2005. In the 80s, they made movies... uh, They would write songs specifically for the movie. Where Devil's Rejects just took old 70s songs and just put them to the the movie. Um, They didn't have some crappy MTV 80s video with like... You know, um, Bill Mosley, like, oh, with a knife, like, yeah, midnight rider. Eric's like, Gilk. Just like last week with the arcade SMH. <laughs> Horror is not my, like, genre. No, I watch them. I just never kind of, like, geeked out over all, the, all of them, you know? Sorry, I geek out all the time. It's my thing. You wrote a thesis on this stuff. I did. It's true. <laughs> yeah, It's true, so. Horror movies. Very, very excited. Now, um, it's going to be interesting to see what he's like uh, in the interview. Um, because, I listened to uh, interviews with him though, and no, he was I know like, you did. he was just like a regular guy, like he <clears> like he was doing his laundry in one of the interviews. He's like, yeah, I'm doing my laundry right now. It's fine. Cassie, for once, actually did uh, not for once. I should say, I'm sorry. For this interview, she did extensive research. Yeah, she actually gave me a lot of questions. I did. It wasn't just my drunk questions. She wasn't actually that Wikipedia. Wasn't no. Emily looking up Wikipedia? No, 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 no. Drunk she, at uh, two a.m. No, no, no. Cassie, Cassie was on fire. She. uh she just, uh, she had a light bulb went off and she just uh, came up with a ton of questions. So. Yep. I'm still glitching. Now for our second, are you still glitching? Mm-hmm. We got to fix this fucking shit. I'm sick We got to go back to the ri- the other X-Split, yeah. I think. It, this is bullshit. We can't go back. We, this is bullshit. You can't go back, Gilk. Dude, next week we got, uh, you know, we got, we got Rhonda Shear and yeah, uh, Michael Berryman. Week. We're not, they're dealing with this next week. No, we're fixing this. No, so at least the audio sounds good and the audio is not glitching. Well, that's it's all that matters. So if you, I mean, if you're listening to this on a, on, on a podcast, then you're in luck. Uh, so you're not seeing any of these glitches or, or. We could just go Zoom. We'll do Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> zoom you right out of the fucking studio. All right. So we have, we have five minutes before we have to call him. So why don't we play? Should we play the preview or no? Right. Should we wait? No, let's do the preview for. Um... Unless you want to talk about Chop Top. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I can talk about Chop Top. I mean, Chop Top was—I'm obviously—he was a kind of a—I wouldn't say rip off, but he was a—he was molded after the character in the first uh, uh, the Hitchhiker. Texas the Hitchhiker, yeah, uh, who ended up getting run over by a truck. And when I first saw the first one, I—he looks very much like him, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe he just got run over by a truck and lost half a scalp, and they kind of rebuilt it with metal. I thought it was kind of the same character. Um, but no, it's not. Yeah, I, I, I know it's not, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, that's what I thought when I, was, when I first saw it. 
Uh, but you know, Chop Top was an insane. Have you seen that movie, dude? You got if you never did acid before, do acid and watch that movie because it is it will blow your Chop fucking Top mind. Chop Top is like, but he's like so fucking funny though. He is like he's so crazy. Like and you know you're scared of him because he's a maniac. Like he's just crazy, he's like crazy person. Right. Well, you but he's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. Well, same thing with um in Devil's Rejects. He's he's fucking hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it's different. It's, it's different. But he's I like how he makes funny. a he has, joke. He's like sarcastic funny. He cuts the skin off the guy's face, which is actually part of the scene we're going to watch in the preview. But he cuts the skin off the guy's face and he makes a joke out of it when he sees baby. He's like, you know, like messing around. Like, right. You know. But it's he's not. he Like I equate Otis Driftwood is Bill's character in yeah. Devil's Rejects, House of Thousand Corpses, Three from Hell as like Chop Top's older, angrier brother. They have the same sense of humor. Because they grew up together, but he's, like, angry. Right. Like, and seasoned, and, like, he doesn't want to put up with shit. Like, he, he can make jokes, but he's more serious most of the time. He was probably divorced. Who? <laughs> he probably killed his... I'm sure he killed whoever he was with. Yeah, yeah, Gilk. Good Divorce job, makes buddy. people angry. It's Good job, buddy. All right, so Oh, let's... okay, so Eric said... Eric explained it and said the corpse in the beginning of part two is the hitchhiker... And Chop Top is the hitchhiker's brother. Ah, all right, that makes sense. Which makes sense because that he's also sense. he's yes. also fucking Leatherface's brother. Right. Thank God for Eric. Um, Thanks, Eric. All right, so let's. Um, Eric apparently did his thesis on Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Let's. Wow. Uh, really? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, what's the chance? Yo, yo, Gullible's not in the dictionary. <laughs> um, so uh, let's do the preview for um for a Bill Mosley right now. See what happens to heroes, boy? You want to see badass, motherfucker? I'll show you badass. God, he's so hot. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Hoss, I want you to pray to your God. I want you to pray that he comes and saves you. I want lightning to come down and crash upon my fucking head. Jesus. Louder! Bless the <laughs> Bless the little birds. Bless I don't earth. feel anything. Ah, bless the springtime morning. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I feel it. Oh, great God Almighty, I repent, I repent. Oh, I feel the love of the God, God, God Almighty. Oh, the Holy Spirit is in my body. <laughs> I am the devil. And I am here, here to, to do the, the devil's, devil's work. work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bill Mosley. Brilliant. Just brilliant. Should I even do calling our guests? Because um, I'm sure he's going to pick up. Like, no, no, yeah, you can just call him. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's okay. Because I don't want to be him to be like, what the fuck is that? Kung Fu fighting in the background. All right, hold on. He's not the typical guest. Because I'm going to do, hold on. i got to turn off this do not disturb first before. Yes. Case, um, uh, just in case we get the uh, we, little yeah, voicemail, which yeah. happens time to time. Time to time. Time to time. I love how you... Send me his number and you label it as chopped up. <laughs> well, of course. It's hilarious. Of course. Whoa. That's kind of far. All right. <clears throat> hello? Yes, hello. Is this Bill? This is Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing, man? This is Chris from Drinking Dirty in Jersey. I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. In fact, I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm just eating a uh, little uh, pepperoni pizza. Nice. Just, uh, get in the mood. 
Oh, nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're from Jersey, so we yeah. love pizza, so so that's perfect. Yeah, I know. Perfect, perfect. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we're very excited to talk to you. Uh, you know, me, me and my wife are both humongous horror fans. Uh, you know, she's been extremely excited all week. So, so, uh, so just awesome that, uh, I appreciate you have, I appreciate you being on, man. Thank you so much. My pleasure, man. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Hey, this is a couple it's that, it's that time of year. Yes, it is. It's that time of year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, where did you, uh, where, where, where did you grow up? Where, where are you actually from? Um, I was born in Stamford, Connecticut, and I grew up in uh, Barrington, Illinois, which is about 40 miles northwest of Chicago. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can hear a little bit of the Chicago accent there when you said that. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I'm representing. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, what was it like uh, growing up for me? Uh, growing up for you, uh, did you always like horror movies? Yep. Yes, when I was a kid, um, my grandmother, my mother's mother, introduced me to horror movies when I was about six. Mm -hmm. I was visiting her in New York City, and she took me to see The Blob. Nice. Oh. With Steve McQueen. <laughs> and uh, that was when it was first in first, you know, first run in the theater. Uh -huh. And she took me to see it, and it just scared the crap out of me. Okay. And... Um, and then she put me, I remember she put me to bed in, in the little guest room in her apartment in New York City. Mm -hmm. And the, and she left the door slightly ajar and the light from the hall shone and glinted off the mirror on the dresser at the foot of my bed. And for some reason, it just scared me. <laughs> you know, seeing that, that light, that reflection, thinking right. about the blob coming, squeezing through the, uh, the, the, the projection holes in the movie theater at the end. I was just uh, so it really uh, it it got my attention. Let's put it that way. Got it, got it. Yeah, like um, you know, for me, one of the first horror movies I ever saw was Poltergeist, and uh, oh. yes, I and mean, when I went to bed that night, the way the curtain was kind of like shining off the moonlight against the wall, it looked like Cower Anne was like it was like a, a, a silhouette of her against my wall, so it scared the right. shit out of me. Yeah, so like uh, so kind of the same thing, like uh, like it, that scared the fucking shit out of me. Uh, so I. <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying. It's okay. I can't right, even. We have, we... <laughs> yeah, we get scary. We have to come back. Yeah, and I can't even watch <laughs> a horror movie later without watching something funny after. Even now. Yeah. Like, I freak out. And then I'm like, I gotta watch something funny. Because it's like, uh, we. what did we see recently? The Conjuring a couple years ago? The and Conjuring, I was yes. like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me watch uh, Family Guy or something. Like, <laughs> can't do it. Right, right. right. Gotta break the tension. Break the tension. Um, now, uh, Bill, something fascinating about you, you went to Yale as an English major. Um, how did you end up acting in some of the greatest horror movies of our generation, uh, you know, being an English major? You know, not to kind of downplay that at all, but. <clears throat> um, well, you know, when I got out of college, I, I, I started writing for a living. I wrote, um, I wrote uh, advertising copy in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, I, when I moved to New York City, I ended up um, working as a freelance writer for different magazines, mm -hmm. like Rolling Stone and Interview, a science science fiction magazine called Omni. Yes. Um, so that was really what, what I was I was making my my living as a writer, freelance writer. And um, I spent a summer. I think it was the summer of '84, maybe. Okay. Uh, working on a dude ranch in uh, uh, the wilds of Wyoming. 
And uh, when I was on the ranch, um, there was a 16-year-old kid who was a sugar freak. Uh, so he was in the morning, he was eating the Frosted Flakes. He was having the fudge bars and the bug juice and all the sugary <laughs> treats uh-huh. that were available. And, uh, and under the hot sun, when he was doing manual labor, he would go into what I used to call sugar delirium. And he would start um, speaking in tongues. But in this case, they were like cartoon characters, top 40 hits. He would sing little snitches of snatches of hits and uh-huh. do weird character cartoon oh, voices <laughs> and uh, I, I really wanted to you know plant my pick into his head but, you know, <laughs> but i I, tur- I just turned a deaf ear to him for the most part and then one day one fateful day uh no different than a lot of those days out there um we were working digging some hole or a you know irrigation ditch or something and he was blithering away, and all of a sudden, he, you know, he's like, Captain Crunch, oh, Captain Crunch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he went, Texas Chainsaw Manicure. <laughs> and I heard it. Uh-huh. You know, my ear just went, what? <laughs> and it went all the way into my inner brain. I just thought, Texas Chainsaw Manicure. <laughs> because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I had seen right. years before in Boston, and it totally freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And when I heard him say the Texas Chainsaw Manicure, I just immediately imagined a woman going to a beauty parlor, getting her hair done, <laughs> sitting under the dryer, a beautician coming up, we want anything more, yes, I'll have a manicure. Beautician calling to the back of the shop, manicure! <laughs> and then the sound of a, of a, of a chainsaw yank starting, and uh, the, the steel door sliding open, and out comes Leatherface. <laughs> and... Uh, so I, I wrote that down as a little five-minute scenario in uh-huh. my bunkhouse. And when I came back to New York City, I gathered some friends, a couple of hundred bucks, and we went out to Staten Island from Manhattan and uh, took over uh, Sunday afternoon a beauty parlor called Sonia's Hair Fashions. Okay. And uh, we shot the Texas Chainsaw Manicure. Uh, Leatherface oh, wow. was played by a bouncer at one of the hot nightclubs who was like a 350-pound <laughs> power lifter from the navy we got a big guy and uh-huh. um and we uh we shot the manicure and i gave myself a cameo as um the hitchhiker okay and so at the at the very end what happens is the woman goes she she gets her hair done she asks for a manicure out comes leather face <laughs> and uh and he comes over and starts sawing on her fingers and she's screaming <laughs> she passes out <laughs> And then, uh, you know, the beautician kind of slaps her cheek and wakes her up. And the, and the poor woman wakes up and she goes, no, 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 oh. And she looks and she has a perfect manicure. <laughs> and awesome. she then goes out of the shop to uh, her husband waiting in the pickup truck, played uh-huh. by me, dressed as the hitchhiker. And she goes, look, honey, I got the best manicure ever. And I went, hey, honey, that's great. We ought to celebrate with some head cheese. And I had like, I went to the supermarket and bought a little hunk of head cheese and licked it in one of those things. Well, fast forward, uh, you know, nothing really came of the, the chainsaw manicure. Right. But I brought out a VHS copy when I was sent on a Omni junket to L.A. to cover the, the making of 2010, the Space Odyssey sequel. And I brought along the manicure, and I had dinner with a friend of mine who was already a hot writer 
you know, he had written a screenplay, he and his partner, for uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Sure. And sure. they were already set up at Paramount. They had another movie they were writing. And uh, I showed it. I showed the manicure to my friend. And he said, well, you know, I have an office right across the hall from Toby Hooper, who at the time, coincidentally enough, was working on Poltergeist with Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I said, you know, he wanted me to give him his, that my copy of the manicure to give to Toby. And I said, sure. And he did. He walked it across the hall, gave it to Toby. Toby popped it in the VHS player, watched it, loved it. Uh, my friend also got Toby's home number, told me to call him in a week. I did. I identified myself. He said, uh, I said, hi, Toby, it's Bill Mosley. Who? <laughs> I said, I, I'm the guy that did the manicure, Ch chainsaw manicure. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, hey, hell, man, I love the manicure. <laughs> and he said, now, who, who, who played the hitchhiker? And I said, well, that was that was me. And he said, well, if I, ever, if I ever make a sequel, I'll keep you in mind. And two years later, having not heard from him for two years, uh -huh. in the uh, very early, in the late winter of 1986, his uh, screenwriter, Kit Carson, called me at home in New York and uh, got my address to send me a copy of the script. Uh, he told me to look at the part of Chop Top. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that was it. They, they offered me the part, and I ended up uh, going down to Austin Tech... <laughs> excuse me, Austin, Texas, to shoot the movie. And uh, that's how I changed careers. Wow. That's such a great wow. story. No, that's, that's a great story. That's and, great. And, 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 you know, talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, that I actually, because of my age, I grew up in the 80s, I, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre I saw was part two, and it was probably uh, one of the most fun, underrated horror movies I think I've ever saw. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the phone with me, but um, is it, you know, what inspired the character of Chop Top? Was it the hitchhiker from the, from the manicure or is it, was it something else? Um, well, I mean, for me or for the, the writer? Uh, well, for, you know, for you or, or you know, um, or the for writer. For me, it was like 99.9% .9 Ed Neal. Ed I mean, Neal. his performance, the reason uh, that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre had freaked me out so badly was uh -huh. because of. Uh, you know, in large part because of uh, the behavior of Ed Neal, because the hitchhiker right. was such a weird character. Right. I mean, when have you ever watched a horror movie where you get scared because the monster does uh, hurts himself? Right. <laughs> right. Yes. To me, that was amazing when he's like cutting his hand and with a mm -hmm. straight razor in the after the hippies have picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> um, right. So that was really that was that was a lot of what freaked me out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what was it um, and uh, oh, i'm sorry and that was a lot of what inspired the character god god yeah awesome character and um, hitchhiker and and uh you know and, and i just uh, spent the weekend with ed neal speaking of uh the devil um <laughs> in, uh, phoenix at a uh one of the you know lately rare horror conventions called the mad monster party mm, nice. and it 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 as far as I know, and of course it's all very vague, but um, Hitchhiker and um, Chop Top are twin brothers. And during the first chainsaw, the, the Chop Top was in Vietnam. Ah, so when he comes back, he comes back okay. all wounded with his head wound and his. That's and how we got the wound. I always wondered that too. I always okay. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. All so right. he's got the wound from Vietnam, and okay. he gets a government. Uh, you know, he gets a payout for his right. uh, wound, and that's how he's able in Chainsaw Two to to finance 
the rolling grill a go go. <laughs> and the uh, the Texas chili uh, the chili business. Yes, yes, the chili business. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, what was it like working with uh, Toby Huber? I heard he likes to push everyone to their limit. Um, I don't know. I was already at my. I was beyond my limits when I before I even got to the set. Mm-hmm. I was so excited and so crazy and revved up. Um, also, they shaved my head, so I was bald for the first time in my life. Um, you know, everything about uh, they worked us uh, because I was making uh, scale. Um, you know, which is SAG Screen mm-hmm. Actors Guild minimum. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, uh, like it's the minimum wage for actors. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was working. <laughs> <laughs> I was working so much, and I loved doing what I was doing. It was uh-huh. just uh, it was it was like a like a first love. It was a just a, I was just crazy with happiness, and I loved playing Chopped Up. Yes, um, and so uh, Toby, you know, one day we we did we did a uh, uh, we did a uh, uh, we we're doing a scene where I'm beating LG's brains in mm-hmm. at the radio station. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> And uh, and I'm wailing away with a claw hammer on poor LG Lou Perryman, R.I.P. And um, and we had done maybe twelve takes, and, and and admittedly some takes were ruined because the claw hammer I was using actually was made of foam rubber, and and had a had a had a coat hanger, a wire coat hanger in it to kind of keep it together. So every once in a while, when I would be banging on LG's head, of course the the hammer would look like a pretzel. So they have to cut for that. Uh-huh. And finally, I, you know, I had done like 12 takes. And each take, you know, there was Tom Savini, the King of Splatter, was off yeah. the pumping blood out a little tube at the top of LG's hairline. So yep. we had to clean up the blood and everything each time we, uh, we we reset. And so finally we'd done 12 takes. And some of them were, you know, pretty good. I mean, the, the hammer had, you know, bowed out and uh, everything was good. And uh, and finally, and, and Toby goes after tw- after take twelve. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Well, yeah, let, let, let's do one more. And I remember looking at Toby, and it was this was back in you know movie cameras, so there were lights. It was really mm-hmm. hot and close, and everything about it was unpleasant. And uh, and I looked at Tobe, and I was a little exasperated, not not terribly, but I looked at Tobe, and I said, uh, Tobe, am I, am I doing something wrong? And he looked at me and said, hell no, Bill. I'm just having fun watching you. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, you got to love – I mean, I would do anything for that guy. You know, when you hear somebody – when you hear a director say that, that he's just – you know, keep, he keeps making you do more scenes because, right. you know, he loves watching you. That is so exciting. So, no, that's great. Uh, um, I love Tobe. Hey, yeah. Bill, we have, a, we have a fan question coming from our friend Eric Hyde, who hosts a Two Bearded po- uh, Losers podcast. Uh, can you tell the story when you finally asked Toby Hooper what Shop Top scratching his metal plate in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 represented? Uh, why did he enjoy scratching that particular part of his body? It's so funny. I thought it was like being from the Midwest, I'd had uh, poison ivy a bunch of times. So I thought it was kind of scratching something you're not supposed to itch, but it feels so good in the moment. <laughs> Got it. And okay. uh, I was at a party with Tobe a couple of years after Chainsaw 2. And I said, uh, you know, I just said to him in, in, in the course of conversation, by the way, Tobe, what, what, what was the whole idea behind um, uh, scratching the 
my head with a with a heated coat hanger. And he said, he said, hell, Bill, that was your G spot. <laughs> oh boy! So that was a surprise. <laughs> but I kind of it, it kind of looked like I was playing it that way anyway. So yeah, right. It's pretty close. Right, right, right. But I hadn't really connected, you know, that that particular term to it, but. It was a, it was a, I, I laughed, I gotta say. <laughs> now, uh, Chopped, Chop Top is as funny as he is sinister. Um, were a lot of those one-liners uh, ad-libbed, or were they written for you? Um, a lot of them were, like, uh, lick my plate, you dog dick. Uh, <laughs> I made that <laughs> uh, Dog Will Hunt was a, uh, was a Kit Carsonism. Um, EXIT was mine because I, I was thinking of like uh, you know Sesame Street or something, just kind of spelling it out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Death, like death eating a cracker, was uh, was Kit Carson. Okay. Um, so there were, you know, it was there were a, there were a lot of there was a lot of improv just because also because the script wasn't completely right. You know, it wasn't completely finished by the time we started. <laughs> so there was there was I a lot of room, that, yeah. and then and Toby, you know, I was so into Chop Top, and Toby was into watching me just kind of go off as Chop Top that there was a lot of um, there was a lot of room for improv and a lot of support for it. So I just you know I was Chop Top, so yeah. I just kind of made it up on the spot, and it was all uh, organic and um, a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, no, look fun. You it can definitely fun. tell you're but having fun. Kit, but yeah. Kit, wrote, Kit wrote some great lines. You know, so. Yeah, no, me- memorable lines. I yeah, I watched the movie yeah. again about a, a week ago, and I and like I was I was cracking up at some of the lines I just that I forgot. It again so yeah, so you no, know, just uh, just a great role. Um, now, uh, no, but the, the character of Chop Top actually led to, in our opinion, your most iconic character, which is Otis Driftwood. Uh, can you tell us how you actually met Rob Zombie and what and what it was like? Yes, I met Rob. Um, it was um, October of 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, I was invited to MC a little outdoor horror award show at uh, Universal Studios in Burbank, California. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked my buddy who asked me to, it, it, to MC the show, I said, well, would you like me to come as Chop Top? Um, thinking that, you know, that was, you know, that at the time was my, you know, my big character. And um, he said, well, it's, 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 I, I, let me find out. So he called somebody and, and came back and said, well, it's not a universal character, but, um, you know, it's uh, because you were in Army of Darkness, mm. uh, you are part of the universal family. Right. Therefore, you can come as Chop Top. So they gave me some money to bring along a guy named Todd Bates. And Todd um, was a, you know, he, he also has passed on, but he was a great uh, makeup guy. He loved Chop Top, and he could do the Chop Top makeup. So I brought him along. He made me up as Chop Top. I put on an old tuxedo and emceed this little outdoor horror award show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much in-house and everything universal. And uh, one of the award recipients was Rob Zombie. Okay. Because uh, his label was part of the Universal MCA family or whatever. Mm. And so I was standing there. I had my older daughter and her little friend. They were both like 12 or 13 and already into 
Hellbelly Deluxe. I didn't know Rob. I knew him from Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Right, yeah. Uh, I think that's how we all found out about Rob Zombie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like he, they had done, uh, you know, More Human Than Human was mm-hmm. a big Beavis and Butthead song. Mm-hmm. And so I'd seen him as white in White Zombie. Um, but I didn't really know him that well. So, you know, his music or anything. And so, you know, I was out there doing Chop Top, and, and I go, and, you know, our next recipient is Rob Zombie. And they played, you know, more human and human. And he, he comes out and he looks at me and he freaks out. And, uh, and he gets up to the mic and says, um, boy, you know, if you told me that the real Chop Top was going to emcee this show, I would have said, you're crazy. <laughs> and it turns out that uh, after the show, we, we met backstage and uh, Rob with his girlfriend, Sherry, who's now his wife, and, right. and Rob's parents because Rob had never won an award before. He'd been nominated for Grammys and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. but he never actually won. So he won a little demon statue for the Igor Awards, <laughs> and he was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we started, we, we got to talking, and it turns out that Rob Rob told me that he, when he was backstage listening to me as Chop Top, MC the show, he was thinking, yeah, the guy's doing it. He's a decent chop top. <laughs> and then he came out and realized, oh my God, that's chop top. It's a real chop top. <laughs> and so we had a nice chat, and and you know, my daughter and her friend were, of course, in heaven. So I got big daddy points for that. And about a month later, so it was November of '99, um, I got a call at home from Rob's then manager, saying uh, Rob has just gotten a script greenlit green for meaning money right and mm-hmm. um he wants you to not he wants to send you a copy of the script and have you look at a part called otis driftwood and i went uh, okay so they sent over the scripts and i read it and i thought you know shit otis is a big part <laughs> and i yes. uh, liked it i loved it of course and and so it was interesting so i got offered the part mm-hmm. um like job top i didn't audition uh, thank God. And um, <laughs> so they gave me the part of Otis. And what I thought Rob wanted was basically his version of Chop Top. Right. Yeah, um, that's what I got instead, from it, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rob slowly mm-hmm. but surely pried my hands off Chop Top. You know, it was my identity, my character, <laughs> and uh, led me to uh, Otis, who's a completely different character. Yes. And, um, you know, much more of a hard ass, and mm-hmm. a, you know, lady killer. Whereas Chop Top's all up in the shoulders, sketchy and kind of creepy and, you know, all kinds of crazy. So uh, they're both crazy, I should say. So mm-hmm. yes. um, that's how I got the part. Um, Amazing. Know, giving Rob an Igor Award. <laughs> Amazing. Um, it, now, let's get into the, the Firefly family trilogy. Like, these are our absolute favorite Rob Zombie movies, and we love your character, um, Otis was somewhat of a secondary character in the House of a Thousand Corpses, we thought, but really comes into view in Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. Uh, the audience really finds themselves rooting for Otis, Baby, and Spaulding, even though they are psycho killers. Um, I mean, how do you prepare for a role like that? <laughs> um, I just, you know, memorize my lines and, and, you know, try to get to the set on time. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. He's just I mean, naturally psychotic. Yeah, I wish there were. I wish there were more magic that I could impart. But um, that's what I do. I, I basically just, you know, what I try to do for everything I do is read the script a, a couple of times through, and just kind of get my general in my head 
mm-hmm. the general landscape. Um, I try to get the story, you know, the relationships. Um, I try to, you know, think about my character and, you know, the relationship my character has to everybody else, what he may want. Um, you know, so just all the kinds of different things that, um, you know, that make for uh, practical information. And then, of course, I, you know, memorize my lines. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, that's basically it. I, uh, you know, I try to um, uh, make it real. I guess that's really my, you know, acting secret. No, I mean, <laughs> make it's, it real. it's amazing. And you're actually the, um, well, you're going to be the third person we've had and uh, in Devil's Rejects on the show, we well, had Robert Mukes on the show uh, a couple uh-huh. months ago. We have uh, Michael Berryman on the show next week. Next week, and uh, we've yeah. had Ging- and Ginger Lynn has been on the show. Ginger Lynn was on the show, uh-huh. <laughs> so now you're the fourth person, actually. <laughs> well, no, he's the third. Michael, the third. Be the oh, Michael Berryman is going to yeah, be the fourth yeah. next. Michael week. awaits. Yes, yes, Michael awaits. So we can't wait to have him on. He's a horror. Icon, I, have a, I have a quick little question. Do you have like women fangirls that are like all about Otis Driftwood? Because like, <laughs> oh yeah, seriously, my like, wife's in love with oh you. By the way, God. <laughs> sorry, oh, yeah. I know it's like weird. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, hot, crazy guy. Okay, like what, yeah, you know, yeah, no, they, you know, they, they, there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, female Otis fans. Yeah, well, I'm glad a I'm lot not of alone. male Otis fans. Oh, oh, okay. Right. You know, the male Otis fans for various different reasons because you want to be like Otis yeah. you want to you know grab Otis <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you know that turns you on there um yes 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 and I appreciate it I mean I, I think Otis is pretty awesome yeah, yeah he's no, really awesome no me too me too he's one of the but Otis uh you know and it's so funny because a lot of times people meet me and they um you know if they have those kinds of uh, fantasies um you know, they're kind of disappointed because I'm not really that guy. You're not Otis at all. Of course not. But Robert England's not really Freddy Krueger. And and like as I say that, you are probably the most like probably in the Freddy Krueger category as far as making people laugh at a mass murderer. Yeah. Like you know, the, kind of like the new yeah. Freddy Krueger type uh, character. So like I think that's why people like you so much. I have a question. Uh, like that character I have a question. So much. It's kind of simple though, but it's I always like wondered about this. Like you said, Rob Zombie sent you the script. Like. How quick did you actually have to read the whole script? Like, did he expect you to like get back to him like the next day? You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I've never I, I've never had him call up and say, you know, I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, usually if I if I get a copy of the script, I'm you know so excited. It's a big job. Um, you know, it's it pays well. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's gory and glory. I mean, those are two my two favorite things. <clears throat> and then uh you know oh i'm sorry glory glory gory and story yeah, yeah yes and, uh, nice you know i want to check it out i'm i'm as you know excited about what's going to happen as the next guy so um i yeah i, I usually just devour it you know, if i get a script from rob i i devour it you know within minutes of reception nice nice now I, awesome. I i have a question that i'm not sure you can answer or even if you know the answer and if you do i'm i don't think you'd, you'd tell me but is there a reason that all the characters in these movies are named after groucho or mark's characters groucho mark's characters well i mean they, they certainly are named after i know that rob is a you know groucho you know is a marx brothers fan mm-hmm. um why he named them uh is a rob question i really have no idea Okay. Yeah. No, I, f- I figured as much. I just had to take a shot there. Well, we're just gonna have to call Rob Zombie. I, I've him. always wondered. <laughs> call Rob Zombie. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Rob Zombie, I mean, what is he like? I mean, he seems like a really cool person to work with. Uh, you know, is, 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 he, is he cool to work with, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Rob is, uh, you know, he's a, he, for all of his um, accoutrement, uh, Rob is a very uh, hardworking, mm. professional guy that, you know, that really just uh, knows what he wants and uh, knows how to get it. Yes. You know, he's been he's been on, you know, rock and roll tours for like 20 years, 30 yeah. years, whatever it's Forever. been. Forever, yeah. And so he knows, uh, you know, he obviously has dealt with all kinds of people, all kinds of psychologies, mm. you know, dealing with actors. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. you know... That's a whole challenge in and mm -hmm. of itself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and trying to get something from an actor. I mean, you know, sometimes uh, threats work for some and, and uh, sugar works for some and, you know, who knows. So, but he's been very, very, he was, he's always very good, uh, very low key. Um, mm -hmm. The only time I really, you know, had a, had a, had a, what, what were the beginnings of a problem was on, um, Three from Hell, the recent, uh, the third yes. in the trilogy, yes. mm -hmm. and uh, and I was on. It was like I think it was the first day we were shooting, so I was nervous, and you know I had a lot in my head about you know what's happened to Otis. It's been fourteen years. He's been in yeah. Jail. We all thought he was shot to death. Uh, to be honest with you, at the end of yeah, yeah, years. all <laughs> these different you know and all yeah. you know, and especially fourteen years yeah. in, you know behind bars has got to blow your mind, mm -hmm. and so. Um, uh, you know, I, I had I was I was overthinking basically, and um, and so I had some scene where I'm addressing some reporters from the back of a police van, and uh, I, I don't even think that made it in the movie necessarily. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so I'm, I've got this scene, and I've got you know a little bit of dialogue, a little kind of a monologue, and um, anyway, so they say action, you know, and I start into it, and then you know I trip over a line. So cut, you know, try it again. So action. And then I'm, you know, back into it and, and mm. I trip over another line and it's cut. <laughs> and, uh, and Rob looked at me, it's like, Bill. And uh, I said, yeah, give me a second here. <laughs> so I remember sitting down in the back of the police van, just, just alone. And, um, and this voice in my head said, Bill, sit down. I, I, I got this. And it was basically the voice of the character telling the insecure Hollywood actor to <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> and that was, that was really, that was beautiful. And I, I obeyed, you know, I just thought, yep, you're right. Okay. Get out of the way here, Bill. You don't need the, uh, which is my better side kind of, you know, insecurity, just shut up and let Otis do his thing. Yeah, that's what I did. I got out of the way. The scene went great, and uh, the whole the, re the rest of the movie just uh, flowed very easily. Yeah, no, it was, it was a very good movie. We uh, we absolutely enjoyed it. Um, let me ask you a question about Devil's Rejects. One last question about Devil's Rejects: Do you actually hate Tutti Fruity, or is that just part <laughs> of the scene? <laughs> or, Tutti Fruity. No you know, I never really liked Tutti Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone ever? Because that, that's the one that's got like little kind of gummy bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never no. really been that into it. But um, you know, I what I prefer is um, I prefer uh, mint chocolate. Yes. Chip. Oh, so that's uh, Cassie's favorite. Yes. Yay. That that doesn't have quite that doesn't have quite the uh, 
the 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 poetry of Tutti fucking fruity. Tutti fucking fruity. <laughs> Tutti fucking fruity. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that was that was an ad lib. That was a Sid Haig ad lib. Oh, really? Was it? <laughs> Cause oh, I, yeah. Because I know Sherry started that whole thing. I guess Sid kind of played off it. That, that's yeah, great. I might have some ice cream. Uh, <laughs> <fucking> fruity. <laughs> I mean, we were just you know, and, and that was that was the turning point of the movie, really, the emotional turning point. It was. It was. Because, uh, yeah. Many people could say, you know, holy shit, that's what we do in you know, in right. our trips. Right. <laughs> They're real people. They're and, normal. And it was the million dollar. The million dollar shot was which Rob, you know, went with, was when. You know, I turned quickly, and Sherry had the ice cream cone, and I got ice cream on the tip of my nose <laughs> in that scene, at the end of that scene. And that's like, you know, yeah. dirty, fucking fruity. Well, you, right. you, you know, it's funny because it humanized you guys yes, a little bit. So absolutely. that's what was – uh, yeah, that, which was crazy. Um, now, um, I want to talk about a few other cult classes uh, – cult classics, excuse me, you've been in. For example, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 – Horror fans yeah. love you in the role of Ricky. How'd you feel about that role and about Ricky's new look? Um, you know, I I didn't really. I don't think I still haven't watched uh, part one and two. Mm. So I wasn't really. I didn't really know what I was getting into. I mean, I knew that the premise, um, but it was so funny because we were working with. Uh, you know, the director was Monty Hellman one of the great American auteurs yes. who did an amazing, uh, he did a amazing movies uh, with Warren Oates. Uh, one was called the Cockfighter. Uh, he did one called uh, two lane blacktop. I mean, he's done, you know, some really great movies. He was, he was part of the early, you know, the, the Francis Ford Coppola's, mm -hmm. you know, he was, he was right there with him. And uh, Monty wanted to do a horror movie. So somehow they got the hold of the rights to, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, and so it's kind of funny because that's it's that's like an art, you know, that's an art take on horror movies. Mm -hmm. um, why they hired me, I don't know. I, <laughs> I guess I walked into the uh, to the audition and uh, they looked at me and said, that's the guy. <laughs> oh, you actually auditioned like, for a role. I don't know if that's real compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. They said, that's the guy. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> uh but uh you know that was fine uh you know i was very happy to to get the gig and um so i didn't really know as i say i didn't really know much about um you know what what i was you know meant to do mm -hmm. uh but at the same time you know it, it's so funny because i walked around kind of like a zombie most of the time you know with my brain cap with my brain yes. sticking out of my um and so, uh, let's see here. We're being we're being thrown out of the farmers market. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, stop talking about horror movies, Bill. <laughs> you need to leave. Yeah, they're saying that's this is this is a whole this is a family place. <laughs> <laughs> they probably heard Tootie fucking fruity. They're like, nope, get out. Yeah. Tootie fucking fruity, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I Um, but anyway, uh, the one 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 thing I got to say about um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Three. Yep. <laughs> oh. What do you mean you got to pay? <laughs> oh my god! Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Lotus Driftwood, motherfucker. <laughs> no, they were. I think they were chasing someone else who. Oh, okay. <laughs> they had too much wine at the French restaurant. Oh, <laughs> um, but one of the things that I had real fear of was, I always, you know, as I approached acting as a career now. Yes. Um, one of my biggest fears was that someday, I would be asked to, to cry, and that I would never be able to cry. I was raised by a Marine father. Mm-hmm. Crying was not an option, and uh, and I worried that someday I might have to cry and wouldn't be able to. And so here comes Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, and uh, there's a scene in it where I have somehow managed to regain consciousness as the Santa Claus killer, even though half my brain was shot away by police rifles. Yes. Very and now I have this brain cap, for this, which is uh, – <laughs> You no, know, it's like a look like a fishbowl with a rubber brain in yes, it. Yes, I remember that. Yes, <laughs> and uh, little lights blinking on and off. And so um, I hitchhike my way because I have a psychic connection with a blind girl. I hitchhike my way in a hospital robe with paper slippers and a blinking brain cap, <laughs> all the way out to Piru, California. And, you know, if you are stupid enough to pick up Ricky Caldwell with a blinking brain cap and, a, and a, you know, with his ass hanging out of a hospital gown, you know, you deserve to die. And, and die he did. <laughs> Actually, the guy who picked me up was Carlos Palomino, former middleweight boxing champion of the world. And Carlos, I guess, was trying to break into uh, Hollywood. So he got the role of picking up Ricky Caldwell <laughs> uh, on the side of the road at night with a blinking brain cap. And, um, of course, I kill Carlos, and I take his, um, I take his jacket, and I take his uh, stocking cap and stick it over my brain cap. And then I appear at the home of a kindly old, old woman who takes me in and thinks I'm a mute homeless guy. <laughs> and it's almost Christmas, of course. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Right. Of course. So she she brings me into her house, and she prepares, she has prepared uh, some turkey soup. She sits me at the dinner table with this weird uh, stocking cap on my blinking brain cap. <laughs> and uh, And so she sits me down, and she serves me a bowl of hot turkey soup. And uh, there was a moment where I, I made an actor's choice. I thought, well, I am kind of a, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a zombie type guy. So, uh-huh. um, so my choice was to, um, my choice was to eat the soup with my opposite hand to make it look awkward. And so, because uh, I'm naturally left-handed, so right. I picked up the, the spoon in my right hand and started to lift the turkey soup to my lips. And the uh, woman, the, the actress who played the old woman, was so kindly, and her vibe was so peaceful and beautiful. And using my opposite hand and the setting and everything else, as I'm putting the soup to my lips, uh, the tears welled up. And I started crying oh my God. silently, not <laughs> sobbing, but you know, right. tears are coming out of my eyes. 
and I'm eating the turkey soup with this blinking brain cap, you know, <laughs> looking, at, looking up at this beaming old woman. And I remember Monty Hellman, sato vache. So he's like, he goes, and cut. And I, I, as soon as he said cut, um, the whole crew started to applaud. Oh, wow. And I'm just thinking, this is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, my God. Now I'm crying. You know, Ricky Caldwell is crying. And I'm about to kill this woman anyway. Because she's a red Christmas present, which makes me go insane. And I cut off her head. <laughs> that was even more absurd. Uh, but, you know, that was, uh, that was uh, you know, it was a moment for me. And, in my long and strange career. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Bill, let's talk about oh, your gosh. let's talk about your music. How did you get hooked up with Phil Anselmo? Well, Phil Anselmo, I was asked to um uh I was asked to uh interview Phil okay. for a uh radio, I guess it's a website called Artist Direct. Mm-hmm. And Artist Direct um was having something where they had actors and musicians interviewing each other. So a friend of mine called up and said, um, would you like to interview Phil Anselmo? Mm-hmm. And uh, my older daughter was a big Pantera fan. And I had seen Pantera. So, you know, of course I knew who Phil was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, sure. And uh, so I, I showed up as like the horror guy and Phil was the music guy. But then Phil knew 10 times as much about horror movies mm-hmm. that I, as, as I did. <laughs> so it really just became kind of a Bill Anselmo tutorial of him kind of schooling me on, you know, horror movies. Um, so that started our friendship. That started our friendship. Okay. And then, um, uh, you know, I, we, we kept the ball bouncing. I did a movie called Smothered down in Baton Rouge, which wasn't too far from Phil, so I went over and visited him and his then-girlfriend, now-wife, Kate, uh, in Folsom, Louisiana. And nice. uh, that's when Phil turned me on. Phil has a huge horror collection. And Phil turned me on to, among other things, a movie called Defula, which is uh, Dracula with um, uh, by and for deaf people. <laughs> so it's all done in sign language. Nice. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find it. I mean, it's there on the... You know, on YouTube, Defula. Um, so he, you know, and so we became pals and kind of pen pals. And I kept kind of saying, yeah, hey, you know, we had to get together. I, I did music with Buckethead, you know, and, you know, so we had to get together and make some music. And it's kind of like asking Paul McCartney to be in your garage band. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so would say, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, right. <laughs> and then one day, you know, I, I you know, intimated, I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't pester him, but I kind of let it, you know, I, I, I mentioned it one more time. And Phil said to me, look, I got four days next week, before, you know, between my, you know, future mother-in-law leaving and going on the road. So if you can make it down here, and uh, I can give you four days and we'll see what comes up. So I cashed in some air miles, flew to New Orleans, rented a car, drove over Lake Pontchartrain. And, um, you know, in four days, we cooked up uh, Bill and Phil, mm-hmm. which is, uh, 
I've learned learned the term EP. So it's um, I think it's uh, six or seven songs. Uh, they're available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's called Bill and Phil, and, and the album is uh, called Songs of Darkness and Despair. Shit, we got to check that out. Well, we were li- you don't <laughs> yeah. remember because you were drinking, but oh. we were listening to them the other night when we were outside burning burning wood in our fire pit. <laughs> You're- yeah, Dirty Eyed, um, Corpus Christi. I, I was like looking him up, and I, I'm like I get I get a very clutch vibe from you. I'm like he's very clutch esque. Like, I'm yep. like, what? Are you a clutch fan? Like, you you literally sound like you you guys. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the two of you making music together, but I get like a very clutch thing. Well, we we got right along. We got right into it. It worked out really well. Very easy to do, and. Um, you know, I just, I, I just was very, uh, it was very easy to work with Phil. You know, I just, uh, you know, he liked me, I liked him. His engineer, big fella, was uh, a lot of fun. And then, of course, Phil has, he owns Housecore Records, so there are all kinds of bands: King Parrot, and the Illegals, and he's got about, I don't know, ten, twelve bands. I hate God. Um, <laughs> And so a lot of the musicians that are on Phil and Phil are from his various, the various bands he represents. So it sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. No, awesome. Really, yeah. Really I got to, I, yeah. I got to listen to him again when I'm sober. Sorry, uh, Bill. I was <laughs> drunk when I listened to it. Yeah, so I sober up. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. yeah I'll sober. Check it out. Hey, uh, you've been an uh, amazing interview. Uh, you've been one of our dream comes true to have you here on the Seriously. show. Uh, we're like huge, Look humongous fans. Yeah, this is like bucket list for me. You don't this understand. is kind of a bucket list. So, um, <laughs> well, don't don't kill yourselves on account of me. No, 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 no. nothing like that. I'll just, <laughs> nothing like that. Um, I do, mean, if you cross that out of your bucket list, what's, <laughs> what's up for? Hey, Bill, do you have anything uh, coming up that you like to talk about or you like to promote? Um, yes, it, you know, as, as part of my grand finale I, in uh, November and December of last year, I was in Japan, um, working with. Uh, a Japanese director named Sion Sono, S-O-N-O, okay. who's done some amazing movies in Japan. Um, you know, Suicide Club, Tokyo Tribe, Hair Extensions. You you look look up Sion Sono and you'll be really surprised. Okay. Amazing director. And so I, I was in a movie of his, his first English language movie called Prisoners of the Ghostland. Starring nice. Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh Nicolas yeah. Cage. He's not in any movie, oh, so that's surprising. God, what a great guy. <laughs> yeah. So much fun to work with. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. that is, you know, obviously COVID slowed everything down. Yeah. Of course. But, uh, you know, and they're, and it's, you know, the, the producers are in Los Angeles and Sion Sono, of course, is in Tokyo. So I'm sure there's the editing process, the post production has been a little. Stretched, but um, that's coming out one of these days, and so I'm I'm really excited to see it. Awesome, awesome. of the Ghostland. This is the Ghostland. I play the governor. Nice, nice. Looks like Colonel Sanders. Hey, Bill, can you, was, those are my, that was my uh, inspiration. Colonel Sanders and Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn nice. Leghorn, nice, nice. That hey, makes yeah. sense. Hey, can you do us here? We, we have a listener who, uh, her birthday is today. Her name is Rachel Hyde. Can you wish happy birthday to Rachel Hyde? Rachel I? Rachel, Rachel Hyde. Hyde. 
Rachel Hyde. Yes. (laughs) Rachel's eye. Rachel's eye. Uh, Yes, Rachel Hyde. Yes, happy birthday, Rachel Hyde. (laughs) Bless your Hyde. Bless (laughs) your sweet Hyde. (laughs) Bill, it's been a pleasure having you here on the show. You've been the fucking best. Uh, You're one of our heroes, so thank you so much for being on, man. You're You're the fucking man. Well, it's my pleasure, guys. Uh, happy Halloween. You and again, too. my Twitter and Instagram, it's all at Chop Top Mosley. So if you guys want to, you know, check it out, there it is. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I love New Jersey. You know, yeah. love Rumson. <laughs> Rumson. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're eating pepperoni pizza too. To kind of... I know, like I love yeah, right. and New Jersey. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's why I did such a good interview. I, I got pizza in me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Got exactly. kicked out of the farmers market. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There All right, you go. guys. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. All yeah. right, Bill. Thank you so much, Bill. All right. All right, Mendez. All righty. Okay. All right. Dude. Oh my god! You know what's funny? As he's talking, I'm looking at that one picture of him talking in the role, and I, I'm just like picturing like back to him talking. Like, it is his voice though, from Travel's Rejects. Like it's not any different. No, it was amazing. Oh my god! It was amazing. I can die now. Happy. Uh, time blown away. All right, we have to take a piss break though uh, before we get the next guest on the line. Uh, let's do um, uh, the salute to the great chick of all time, Andre the Giant. Uh, Too bitter losers commercial. We're gonna get our next guest on the line. We're real late. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Everyone catered to Andre, justifiably so. You know, a case of beer, it was always, you know, booze, it was always whatever it is Andre wanted. He enjoyed performing, but uh, he enjoyed the, the party afterwards. The stories about Andre's drinking are almost a, another level of mythology from the man himself. Andre was certainly, I mean, one of, if not the greatest drinker that ever lived. I myself saw him almost every night drink 7,000 calories worth of alcohol. Say 20 to 25 beers, maybe four bottles of wine, usually several mixed drinks. Brother, I was with him one night when he drank 106 beers. 106. Yeah. That's Andre the Giant, brother. Andre was a big drinker after the matches. Most wrestlers would like maybe have a six pack and Andre, the minimum that he would ever have was 24. He liked the wine. He'd have him bring in a case to start the day, a case of wine. We go to this hotel. I mean, drinking and drinking and drinking and all of a sudden now we're starting to go to bed. And we get close to the elevator, Andre drops. And the manager of the hotel says, what are you going to do? I says, call AAA. That's all I can tell you. I was there. I did, wasn't there for the drinking. I was there the next morning in the lobby when he's still sleeping on the floor. Nobody could keep up with him. No, I don't, I don't care who you were. Hey, everybody. It's Eric and Frenzy from TwoBeardedLosers.com. Uh, uh, Frenzy, you like porno? Who doesn't? You like puppets? Love them. You like racially insensitive puppets that make prank calls to random people and used to be celebrities? I did in 1990. <laughs> Have you ever wondered why Ginger Lynn would stick a whole block of Velveeta cheese up her crotch? No, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> 
If you like all of these and and more, check out Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Fantastic podcast hosted by Chris and Cassie Finley almost every Wednesday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook. They interview many famous porn stars, many new porn stars, do many prank calls, get drunk, and show stupid videos with live interaction in their Facebook chat. Um, Highly recommend it, and if your comment is is good enough, they'll even read it on air, and then you'll be famous to the three people that are actually watching it. I have been watching them for numerous times. Frenji has never heard of them, but he is going to make sure he checks them out this Wednesday, quite possibly. Drinking Dirty in Jersey on Facebook every Wednesday. A whole block of Elvita for real? Swear to God, I think she got a turkey leg up there, too. Mm, It's like Disney World. Boom. Alright, folks. That was uh, one of the best interviews. One of the best interviews we've ever done. Darcy even chimed in. She did? Yeah. What'd she say? No, she just liked all the Oh, my God. Dude. So, listen, uh, that was a great Now I want to get kicked out of the farmer's market with fucking Bill Mosley. Gilk only asked one dumb question. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a bad question. question too. I was curious about that. When we have porn stars on, they really don't have a script. All right, but you're you're a pro at porn star questions, dude. Just just stick to that. (laughs) I don't think they like my questions either. Yeah, they're probably not. Um, (laughs) But we're gonna get our next guest here in the line, which is Maya (sighs) Sinstress. Uh, I know Cassie's still like blown away. <laughs> oh, Cassie, like, get over yourself! Shut up! I'm still in like a bubble, a bubble. Well, dude, what if one of the fucking Mets was on? I wouldn't You'd care. Oh, like, uh, bullshit! I, I, I'd be like, oh my god! I've disavowed the Mets. Oh my god, it's Keith Hernandez. But before we get um, our next guest in the line, here, a little preview video for uh, Maya Sinstress. Maya. Maya Sinstress. Let's check her out. This she's might be a, a little bit loud, she's a you beat, guys. Just might saying. be a little bit loud. Sorry. And not, not for them at home, though, for us. Yeah. Check that out. Her Twitter's crazy. Let's get uh let's let's get Maya. Is it Maya? Maya. Maya on the like, phone. Like Maya Han I don't know. No, never mind. Everybody don't was Kung Fu fighting. Ah Fast as lightning. What are you doing? Hello? Hi, sorry. Oh, oh my God. Yes, Very crazy stuff going on here. It is strikes again. It, yes, so, What's going on by you guys? Good. How are you? <laughs> we just played a scene I'm with good. you and then accidentally good. put it back on. Yeah, I'm sorry. We just we, had to watch it again. It's been a crazy show so far, so sorry we're a little bit late. I apologize about that. You know, Mercury retrograde is starting, so everything's fucked up right See, now. See, I told you. Yes, yes, yes. So, so sorry about that. Sorry about that. So, um, no, but the, um, we're very, we're very excited to talk to you. 
Um, you look like a, 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 a kind of like a crazy Betty Page, I, I, I would say. Uh, you know, very, very, very beautiful. So uh, very excited to talk to you. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, where are you uh, originally from? I'm from Chicago. I live in Las Vegas now. Please. And I will help you bridge the gap a little bit. Okay, so you yeah, were talking please. to Bill Mosley. I listened to a little bit of that. Um, and you were talking about Rob Zombie. Uh-huh. And my former life is, you know, a non-sex worker. I worked on music tours. So I worked on OzFest and Rob Zombie was on there year after year. And I also used to do kind of horror burlesque events. I guess you'd say, and we booked Bill Mosley to shoot or to host at one of our events, uh, maybe two years ago. So I'm a sex worker, but I also am in the horror industry and parts as well. So yeah. Okay. Me bridge that gap. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, definitely. it's funny. We get a lot of like sex workers that were like ex band people, like that would toured with oh, people. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> it's very interesting. We, we right, right, right. Now, have you always been into uh, BDSM, like BDSM, since you were young, or pretty much? Pretty much. I was kinky when I was, you know, uh, a pre teenager, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there were some deviances, and yeah, when I started going through college, I saw it as something that um, I could do professionally. That I'd be good at, and I have been good at it. So I've been doing it for almost 21 years now. Jesus wow. fucking yeah. Christ! No, that's a long time. That's a long, <laughs> a long time. time. Yeah. So Very just like um, for sure. So yeah. Just like vanilla sex wasn't like good enough for you. You always looking for something more. Vanilla sex is pretty boring. A little boring, right? Yes. It's the right. same thing over and over again. You need to kind of intrigue your mind. As well, your mind's the biggest sex organ. So, you're no, absolutely, absolutely. And you kind of mentioned this before, but um, you know all the stuff that you did, and uh, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but you actually did a dungeon at Ozfest. Is that true? I did, yeah. In my early twenties, Jesus, I'm forty now. So, like, yeah. So, well, don't worry about yeah. it. So am so, I. I'm so a, are all of us no, in the studio. I'm right a now. fucking geezer. Don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm twenty-two. Shut up, Gil. No, you're not. You're older than me. <laughs> Lies. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome. And, uh, yeah, so, I did that when I was going through college during the summer if I do the dungeon. So uh, what would happen yeah, with that? Really like, fun. like some people would be moshing and be like, you know what? I really want to get whipped in the ass or like a dildo <laughs> in the ass and they would just go to your dungeon or how would that work? Like, how would somebody go to your dungeon at offense? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were at the second stage, but you know, that's a whole crowd mentality. I don't fully understand. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I've been to I was an attraction for it. Yeah. I feel like I missed out. Well, I was there maybe 2000, or maybe 1999 to 2003. I don't know. That's about when I went too. <laughs> Jesus, I might have been drunk enough. I might have been near a dungeon. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you might know me in and out. I don't even fucking clue. Uh, uh, a long time ago. Yes, yes, a long time ago. Jesus Christ. Um, now, is it also true but that I, you you worked on the set of America's Got Talent? Is that true? No, I didn't work on the set of it. I've been a oh. performer for a long time, and they uh, had me and my troupe come on. That was Team Clown Kids. Um, yeah, we went on their show once. 
But yeah, I mean, I've done horror performances for over 10 years. I've been a dominatrix for 20 years. I've done corn for I don't know how many years. But yeah, all that good stuff. Got it, got Entertaining it, got it. and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good to be dirty. Now, um, now during my uh, my research of your scene, strenuous research, you know, my arm hurts, um, I saw an exorcism <laughs> scene um, where oh, I guess you were you, you were a demon and uh, and you had to blow a priest in order to get the demon out of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, is, is this like what you need to do to get the demon out of you is, is blow a priest? Oh, man, I'm not going to bring up current events, but did you see what just... Well, never mind. I will bring it up. Did you see what just happened down in New Orleans? No, I didn't. Actually, no, I, I didn't see what happened. A priest but two dominatrixes to, I'm assuming, use dildos on him and the parish on the altar that he um, is at. And a passerby came by wondering why there were lights on so late at night. And saw a light set up, and there was a camera rolling, but he started filming through the window and called the police, and the two women got arrested after the priest for obscenity, Jesus. even though it was on private property. Yeah. I'm not going to say the names because I don't want to, you know, do that, but that just happened was <laughs> released the other day. Wow. We can talk about it off air, but yeah, if you want to post your fun news or something, but um. Oh, yeah, wow. anyway, exorcist. that's crazy. Exorcist. Yeah, that's fucked up. This <laughs> was fun. I did that last year. Uh, my co star told me he was into horror movies, and it was like great. So I did full exorcist makeup, legions coming off, that ugly fucking blue vomit nighty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were doing a blowjob scene. And he was totally not. He said he was into horror. He was totally not. He couldn't stay hard through it. It took hours to film. <laughs> oh my I god! Say your mother sucked cocks in hell, so it was just like swearing at his mother. <laughs> the classic movie. Yeah, <laughs> right? nice. I can do the copyright, but he <laughs> couldn't uh, stay hard, so it took so many hours to film. But uh, it came out great overall. Well, at least it came out great eventually. Yeah, at least it came out great. <laughs> but aren't on set? Don't, don't they give people like pills to kind of help them along, or or is there something like you know? Do they give them like the blue pills to help them along? I'm not going to comment on that, but yeah, there's supplements you can take. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like some kind of like Japanese stuff you can take, right? <laughs> it's, it was funny though. He couldn't stay hard, but I understand like lesions on my face, you know, green pudding in my mouth during a sloppy blowjob. Uh, is that what <laughs> it was? Up, hissing, going, you know. Yeah, well, she, she was being the exorcist. She's in the exorcist, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a question. Um, like you being a dominatrix, yeah. like. So say you're taking on a new slave. What does a slave got to do? Does he got to, like, fill out, like, a resume or, like, something? <laughs> a resume. Like, slip yeah, into your DMs? Yeah, questionnaire on my website. I don't – no, don't DM me. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a questionnaire on my website and all of that. I don't see that many people in real time anymore. I mean, COVID and everything. Plus, uh, you know, we've just been doing this for so long. The clients I see are like in the industry a long time, they've been playing forever and experienced and amazing. I don't see that many novices. So you're not accepting new slaves then? Gilk's uh, highly uh, very interested. Select, very select, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm focusing more on filming these days and doing my Halloween smite. 
Yes, yes. No, I, I, I saw that. I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But um, now, like, I, I, I did, I did do some research on you, and and like, uh, I saw like you do, you have a lot of scenes where you put on like huge dildos and bang guys. I mean, is that like one of your favorite things to do? Is the is the fun of the big dildos and bang guys? It's certainly fun, yeah. It's certainly fun. Doing some heavy anal stretching and fisting and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's very fun. My specialty is actually bondage and humiliation and kind of mind-fucking. Mind-fucking, nice. Okay, I mean, do, they, do some guys, like, like uh, require, like, do they um, request a certain color? Like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like maybe like the Smurfs and they request a blue color or something <laughs> like that or like uh, a certain color of dildo that they require or request, I should say. I haven't gotten that specific of a request. Are you trying to book a session with me? <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. No, most people aren't that specific, but yeah. Got it, got it. What's um, what's your favorite uh, fetish to do? Like, uh, what what's the one that uh, gets you most excited uh, to do? Well, one of my personal fetishes is being a clown. I don't really do that as much professionally, mostly personally, but I find it really fun and silly. And you don't have any uh, preconceived notions, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. I find find it very liberating uh for sex to just make it silly and goofy and and dirty and fun however you want so yeah okay. my favorite kink all right yeah nice. what about you my favorite fetish um yeah um, I love midgets. I, I'm a big I'm a mid midget guy. I, that's I love not midgets. An okay, that's not an okay word to say, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. A vertically challenged little what, what people. What is little people? I'm sorry. Little people. Yeah, you can't say that. That's not okay. Okay, I'm, I apologize. So, I'm gonna spank you right now. Actually, spank yourself. Give yourself. All right, I'll give five myself. spankings right now. Count them out loud. No, no, no. Those are okay. Oh, should, should I count them? Should I count them? All right, all right. Nope. Right. And then say one. Remember, I, I grew up in the '80s when the uh, when the M word was okay. But anyway, I'm gonna give myself uh, five spanks. Ready? Five. All right, here we go. One. Oh, those are hard no, spanks. You didn't dude. do that right. I didn't do it right. You gotta do it again. You gotta get the steel pole. You gotta count. I gotta count. Oh, okay. Oh, men. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Ow, man, my side hurts now. <laughs> I need to go take a shower. I think now. was at the same time as a number, but I will accept that. But yeah, do you like little people? Yes, he <laughs> likes little people. Yes, yes, that's my uh, okay. That's my uh, fetish. He has a thing. Little people, big penises. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like big penises? I well, mean, it's not on. one of your things. That's one of your things, right? You love the uh, the big penis. Oh, I'm a size queen. Yeah, you're a size queen. Okay. Yeah, I like tennis cocks. I don't and, shoot and... as much porn, but when I do, like, it definitely has to be big cocks. Uh, even in my personal life, there was a baiting going on a Tinder date recently, and I asked, like, how big a stick was. Um, he sent me some pictures. He gave me his number and sent me some pictures. And I was like, okay, that's eight and a half inches. Like, I can work with that. And then... um he thought I wanted to hook up right away, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm still vetting you, and it's a pandemic, so yeah, we have to talk a little bit. He's like, why'd you ask for pictures of my dick? It's like, well, if your dick is not big enough, I'm just going to block you right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. That's vetting, dude. <laughs> Come on. I'm a spice queen, so yeah. <laughs> 
Who doesn't do that? Right. Well, I mean, some people, you know, it's 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 mostly the uh, the motion in the ocean. So, so you like? Uh, so no, it's, like... it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. It's not. You're, you're identifying what's going on in your pants right now. But you know, I respect you. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Um, Cassie only knows the answer to to that one, but I. I want to know how you how you became a dominatrix. Like, how did you go about doing that? Because I've always been fascinated with it. It's one of my things, like, I've always, like, wanted to do, and I never got a chance, and I'm like, I just, I don't know. I think I'd be really good at it, actually, but. I'm not sure how you'd go about it during these times. Well, no, not now, obviously. I, yeah, I worked at a commercial dungeon when I started when I was in college, um, and it was a lot easier then. There were ads in the newspaper. That's how old I am. Oh, I'm saving uh, yeah, you. Could train it's all good. With someone. Yeah. There's you no newspaper now. Someone. Newspaper's gone. No, you got to probably go on Craigslist, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, but Craigslist is a collection <laughs> of weirdos. Oh, hello. Because that page is gone. But yeah, responded to an ad and got uh, accepted for a job, apprentice for a while, uh, maybe two years, and then went out on my own. But yeah, nowadays, I think you'd have to contact someone that you you know, appreciate personally and ask if they'd mentor you is what I guess. They're probably going to take your temperature. <laughs> probably take my temperature. I'm sure. Anally. Anally, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, how else would you do it? <laughs> yeah. What is your, uh, what is your limits? Like, will you poop on a guy? Will you uh, take a leak on a guy? Or will you cut off on that? Yeah, I poop on people. Oh, all right. Not as much anymore. I feel like that's a very, it's a very humiliating, but it's also a very intimate exchange. Okay. Having someone that uh, close to your body where you can feel them breathing on your asshole uh, can be a huge turn off or a turn on. So Is there anything uh, like for me, that's a little bit intimate. Huh? Is there like anything particular? Like if you were to like poop on somebody, is, do you eat like a certain thing or you just like eat whatever? You're like, fuck it. You know, like. Oh, like, no, no, I have to prep for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to eat foods I wouldn't normally eat. Like no Mexican or garlic before, you know, for the poop. <laughs> White <laughs> Castle, you know. You yeah, white, no, that. White Castle, yeah. <laughs> I'm vegetarian, you know, I eat, oh. I eat pretty healthy, but okay. uh, if I'm going to poop on someone the day of uh, right. maybe two hours beforehand, I don't drink coffee and I got McDonald's. Got it. Like a, a cheeseburger without meat and uh, uh Yeah. That process you can order crap, a makes me shit right away. So your poop probably smells like cucumbers or something like that. So that probably works out well. Like ketchup. Yeah, like ketchup. Or well, not if she's eating processed stuff right beforehand. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> like ketchup. <laughs> I didn't know you could <laughs> order a cheeseburger with Yes, meat. you can. You can. Wow, my my ex-boyfriend's sister used to do it all the time. It's a grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese. Oh, Wow. Oh, Gil, you're learning things every day. Oh my no, god, that's crazy. I think Gil should, should, should spank himself five that times just, like, for being my freaking mind. I'm not doing that. But uh, <laughs> that just blew my mind. Blew my freaking mind. Unbelievable. So you don't have to worry about any guy in here in this studio because we 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 uh, our dicks are not that big. So don't worry no. about us. <laughs> so we're good. So um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not packing. Hey, I'm just being, Hey, I'm an honest guy. <laughs> Listen. Uh, nice is good. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, so, like, I'm going to talk about a couple things that you have going on here because you're you're uh, you're a Halloween chick. I'm glad you're on the show with Bill Mosley, and I apologize that yeah. I'm a little I'm I'm, I'm I'm apologize I'm a little drunk right now because 
Usually I'm a little sober for this uh, interview, but I was very nervous, was nervous. Very nervous well, with the. Dirty drinking, dude. You have to dirty drink. I'm drinking red wine right now. Oh, good, nice. good for you. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm not a beer drinker. I know you guys are, but I'm not a beer drinker. No, it's okay. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that you're drinking. So, but I want to talk about a couple things that are going on with you. You have a 31 days of Halloween that's going on right now. Now, explain yeah. to us what, what exactly is that. Every single day this month, I'm releasing a new Halloween clip mm. on most of my major platforms, mainly on uh, myfetishaddictions.com and on my OnlyFans backslash MyAssistra. I'm doing uh, extended trailers and free videos and stuff every day of this month. And if you're on my OnlyFans, I'm accepting four customs for free this month, which I've already done two, so I'm accepting two more. But yeah, Halloween shit every day. Because Halloween is every day. I'm from Chicago, right? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Good. Uh, we love Halloween. So, like, one of the things I read on your on your um, your 31 Days of Halloween is that you're accepting applications for people to uh, give you ideas to do things for your OnlyFans? Yeah, I'm accepting uh, video ideas. Yeah, it's only like two more, right? Yeah, she said she's done two and she's doing two more. Oh, only doing two more. Okay, all right. So what what have you done already? Yeah, someone wanted Freddy Krueger creeping into their dreams. Ooh. Fucking them over and jerking them off, which I did. That's cool. Someone wanted a clown transformation, which I'm a clown, so, you know, that's always fun for me. So well, I'm accepting two more. I've got about, you know, 20 different options. I'm looking at a couple. Well, I don't uh, know. If, so, yeah, submit them. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know this, but, uh, you know, where, we, where we're broadcasting from in New Jersey is where they filmed the original Friday 13th. So if you mm-hmm. can pull off a uh, OnlyFans with a Friday 13th mask on, like a hockey mask, Doing something crazy like that, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling off a lot this month. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I normally wouldn't attempt, but fan suggestions, so, yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, well. Yeah. So, everybody listening better go make suggestions and see if you can get creative enough to have a yeah. custom. Yeah. Come join my OnlyFans horror stuff every day. Uh, kink stuff every day. I'm a pervert. I'm a horror enthusiast. So yeah. So you're are you a funny clown or a scary clown, or both? Or I can do both, but I'm more funny. Okay. I'm a little bit slower of a clown that says exactly what she thinks and has no filter, and is also very horny. <laughs> <laughs> horny clown. Yeah. Are you trying to date me now, too? Is that what you're asking? Of course. Come on. <laughs> Amazing. Great. Yeah. I heard you like pranks, like you're being into pranks and stuff like that. Is that true? Pranks are really fun. Yeah. I mean, like, I was with being a clown, just having fun. And, um, do you guys, well, I don't know. I don't want to promote any other show on here. Do you guys listen to My Favorite Murder? I've. It's a podcast. It's okay. So this is really funny. A few years mm-hmm. ago, I worked for the guy that ran Hunt a Killer. I actually still get the boxes, like the Hunt a Killer boxes. And mm-hmm. part of my job was to find podcasts that would promote Hunt a Killer products. 
And I uh-huh. started listening to My Favorite Murder, which is, like, weird. It's weird that you bring that up because yeah. I literally – no one has brought it up before <laughs> since that whole thing. But, yeah, that was, like, a couple of years. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. I know of them. I Well, I yeah, I listen to the show. I'm completely non-affiliated, but they just asked for a segment about um, – you know, neighbors you don't like that are creepy or you played pranks on. And I sent them a message. I don't know if I'll actually get to it, but... Uh, so you have like neighbors you prank? Pranks. Yes, I did. Oh. I have neighbors next to me that have dildos all over their roof. But all of the other neighbors can see it and they can't. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm a prankster. You know, if someone treats you like a dick, you throw dicks at their roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we should do that to our neighbors. That's awesome. Well, the, and bombs work pretty well too. If you want to discourage behavior, keep throwing sink bombs and they'll go inside. So yeah, prank <laughs> clown. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> I love it. My, you've you've been amazing. Sorry that um you're on the phone after Bill Mosley and we. We were pretty much pretty drunk. So no, I, you're I, drunk. No you, one else. Oh, drunk. it's nobody just else you. drunk. It's just it's me. Just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I, I'm I'm sorry. I can't my... follow Bill Mosley, you know. So whatever. yeah, yeah. But, no, yeah, thanks for having me. No, on. you've been awesome though. And no, I, I you, love you've been awesome. Yeah. The Dick Neighbors. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you you you've been fucking awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, you know, hopefully have you again because uh, you you are fucking hilarious and uh, thank you so much. And everybody needs to go check out Maya's <laughs> OnlyFans and uh, make some requests for. Fun horror things that she can do. Yes, exactly. OnlyFans.com backslash Maya Sinstra. Yeah. <laughs> and check out her Twitter <laughs> at Maya Sinstras. I'm gonna I'm gonna order a non cheeseburger. You're gonna cheeseburger. go order a cheeseburger without meat? Yeah, I'm gonna see they do it. They'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well thank you guys. Have a good night. All right, Matt, you too. Mend this out. All right, bye bye. Okay. That's okay. I, oh, Finley. You, I don't know you could do that. What? Oh Finley. I think if I ordered a cheeseburger without meat, they'd be like, get the hell out no, of here. No, my ex's sister used to do it all the time in Jersey. You definitely can. You tell me that one's terrible? No, you just are so drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask anybody the drinking word of the day. No, you didn't. Mm. You did not. Like, at all. I was going to ask her, but I kind of got lost in this questions. You got lost <laughs> all over the fucking place, dude. No, was that, was that interview okay, though? No, it was fine. It was perfectly fine. No, it was all right. She was a little touchy. She's a dominatrix. Her, She's going to be touchy. Homie don't play that shit. All Finley right. spe- also spanked himself like 12 times. I know. I, I know. She made me. It was That That was like crying. That's like crying on TV. You don't cry on TV. <laughs> she made you. We were talking about this before. Before we came on air, we were talking about Dak Prescott crying like a little bitch on TV. Like, I don't give a shit if you're freaking... Your leg is on the other side of the field. Don't freaking cry. Go to the freaking take take the little the matting cart. Go into the locker room, and when you're when you're in the locker room and you're in the shower, cry in the fucking shower. Don't fucking cry on TV. Don't be a bitch. That's all I'm saying. All right, so we're gonna do it to get a brief intermission here. <laughs> oh Jesus! This is why you don't drink Devil's Reach before you fucking interview somebody. Dude, but the the fucking uh the Bill Mosley interview was amazing. So yeah. Well, I think Bill Mosley talked a lot. He had a lot to say. So Finley but it was, was all like, good. Finley, no, no, no. It was really good. But you were just like drinking as he was like talking. Yeah, but I was fine in that interview. I was but, fine in that interview. Right, Wasn't I fine? The adrenaline, I the adrenaline went away. Yeah, and, the adrenaline went away once yeah. he got off the phone. Right. All right, fine. 
Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to uh, talk about our favorite <laughs> Halloween scenes in the 80s. Gilk's going to stop laughing. He'll probably fall into the wheel again. Uh, we'll be back in about uh, seven minutes. All right, folks. Mendez out. <laughs>
pumpkins already? Uh, yeah. Did you at least save the goo for me? No, that's my favorite part. Uh, of course. <gasps> oh, there's so much in there. Yeah. Oh, it's so slimy. I love it. Uh, oh my god, you guys are so cute together. It's Cocktober, which means it's time to carve up that jack-off lantern, because Rock Hansen is back in Falcon Video's latest holiday release, Halloweeny. And you could be sure there'll be a full moon when he knocks on your back door to ask for a trick. Vampires won't be the only ones sucking the life out of you, because Rock will be draining you dry too. Yes, there'll be thrills and chills when Rock gets his mouth on all the hard candy he could suck on. Rock's head will be bobbing up and down all night long as he tries to get his lips around the biggest treats. Forget zombies, Rock will be eating men alive all night long. And you'd better watch out for the monster in his pants, which will have you moaning like a ghost. Mummies won't be the only thing wrapped up because Rock is also into BDSM. Falcon Video presents Halloweeny, coming to VHS, Betamax, and Laser Dicks, October 31st. get stupid drink this the term stupid has a few meanings lacking intelligence lacking mental acuity a state of mental numbness at eight percent alcohol and 25 ounces the natty daddy big one will you up and i can't think of any other reason to drink this stuff congratulations to the fine folks at anheuser-busch for making such a rewarding and socially conscious product, you should be proud of yourselves. Don't mess with the devil, buddy! We're number one, we beat anybody. We're the devils! The devils! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo, we're back here, uh, second half of the show, puke and rally, puke and rally. So we have, uh, <laughs> we have, a. Uh, oh God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we had a great first half of the show with, uh, Bill Mosley on the show, one of our heroes, horror heroes. Cassie's very excited about that. So awesome having him on there. Let's forget about the second guest. Um, but no, anyway, she was fine. No, though. she was a good guest. Was she, she a good, good guest? guest? All right, yeah, and then she the was. Was All right, this she's is great. Very interesting guest. Very interesting guest. She was B B BDSM. Um, so hot was, too. She's very hot. Yeah, she she's very but hot. You gotta she's have a ten. Hot. You got you gotta be packing ten inch wang. Yeah, she likes big wang. Yeah. She likes big wang. She likes big wang. So, 
So, um, you so be very good. By so, God to get um, so uh, in the Halloween theme, we're going to uh, show our, our scariest or our most. What is it called, Cassie? Or um, or the, the one the that scene, scarred us the, the most? The scene that stuck with us the most. In basically. the 1980s. And from the 80s this All year, right. this week. Next week is the 90s. Next week's the 90s, so this is the 80s. So, uh, Cass, let's go to the Halloween regular screen right now. Yes. So, um, I'm going to go first. And, like, uh, this scene is probably typical for me. And as we're watching, see, we see Camp Crystal Lake and Jason throwing a girl... One of the twins over to the uh, onto the uh, station wagon. What was that part four or part three? This is part four. Um, Crispin Glover. One of the scenes that scarred me the most. I mean, I can't show Seapoy Camp again because I've we showed, showed that it before. too many times with the penis. Um, By the way, I watched that movie. Not the best movie. Sleepaway Camp. It's yes. fine. Well, when you watch it as a kid, it's a very scarring movie. So. Um, <laughs> No, I can see why it is, especially because of the end of it. I messaged you up. Uh, it's, it's a very androgynous movie. But um, uh, Friday the Part 1 scared me. It took place right in these woods right here where we're, where we're uh, broadcasting a show. And uh, this is when uh, the, the killer in Friday the 13th is not Jason. It's uh, Jason's mom. Spoiler It's Jason's mom. And uh, it's uh, pretty creepy here. She chops off Jason's mom's head, and I think it's pretty creepy. So let's check out um, my scene here. Bashing her head into the sand. Yes. Yes. Scissor fight. Here we go. Here we go. Slow motion is always scary. Oh, no! No, those hands are Tom Savini's hands, by the way. They That's are. Tom Savini's hands. Tom Savini's hands. I really don't think she could have chopped her head off. Like As that. Bill Mosley brought up Tom Savini earlier, by the way. I know, and I was like, oh, man. Chop stuff her head. I should be like, I should text Bill Mosley and be like, can you give us Rob Zombie's phone number? Now that. <laughs> was she actually using a lightsaber? We really liked the interview. No, it wasn't the lightsaber. No, it was, it was a machete. machete. Oh, I thought it was a lightsaber. So no. that, that scene scarred me for a long time. It, it did. It did. That was the scariest Friday the Thirteenth movie ever. Eric's like he. Eric likes Sleepaway Camp two, to, two and three instead of the first one. I like the the DVD or the VCR. D, what is that called? VHS art of the second one. That's the one with the backpack and there's a Freddy can and a fucking Jason mask in the backpack. I love that fucking art. Yes, that was part two. Was that part two? Part I think two. that was part two. Part part two. two. I like okay. Freddy vs. Jason. It's a that fine was... movie. There's a hot chick in that, too. <laughs> it's a funny movie. I like that movie. Yo, your movie knowledge just, just like, blows me away. I know. Um, so, uh, so, like, basic white girl when it comes to horror movies. I know. I really I like am. Freddy vs. Jason. Cassie, what's your favorite, uh, what's your, what's your most scarring, uh, 80s scene? so my, my, not my most scarring. ready for the dissertation. Oh, Jesus Christ, shut up. Um, I picked this scene because, as a kid, this was literally the first horror movie I ever saw where they killed a little kid in the horror movie, and then the little kid comes back and kills someone. And that is Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, this was a freaky ass movie. The original Pet Cemetery. Yeah, this scared When the scary, Gage you know. they killed Gage in the beginning of the movie, and then they brought him back, and he fucking kills Herman Munster. 
yeah. fucking slices the back of his foot. So here's my scene from the 80s. This was a hard one because I had used other scenes before. So I had to like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. So I had to like literally figure out. Finley, stop messaging people. I'm not messaging people. Stop tweeting. Alberts. Jesus. By the way, that's Herman Munster. We've said before. That's what I said. Herman Munster. Yes. The cat. The cat looks like my cat. Fuck. Look like smoke. Looks like Cavill doesn't get a snack. By the way, I'm on here twice. What? I'm on here twice. Oh, hi, Finley. Oh, hi, Finley. Hello, twice. Oh, hello. I was like, I was waiting for you Gilk's. Never, you never fixed Gilk's camera now. I was there, waiting well. for Gilk's reaction, then I'm like, wait a second, that's my reaction. Let me tell you. <laughs> poor, poor John Carey, he didn't deserve to go like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Fred Gwynn? Fred Gwynn? Fred Gwynn, yes. Yes. Um. So, let me tell you about that, that movie... I actually had just started watching horror movies when that movie came out. So I actually saw that horror movie that year. Like, I saw when it came out. I don't remember if it came out on in the movie theater. But I definitely didn't see it in the movie theater because I was too young. But I saw it as soon as it came out, like, on VHS or whatever, on TV, whatever the fuck. And I remember, like, what the fuck is this? Like, what yeah. is this movie? It's fucking weird. They killed some little kid. Yeah. Like, now he's fucking cutting tendons. I remember that that scene. You could feel that scene, dude. When he you cuts can. the back of his leg yeah. like that. Like, you could fucking feel it. And, like, I didn't want to go typical with, like, the sister in the bed. Zelda, the fucking weird sister that dies. Because to me, that's not really scary. It's just kind of gross. But, like, a little baby, like, three-year-old kid that Slice is, like, a up. zombie and then, like, yeah. bites the guy's fucking neck. <laughs> it's, like, fucking creepy. I remember I saw that movie at a buddy of mine's house, and I had to walk home, like, afterwards. It was like, already Cemetery? dark. Yeah, it was already dark, and I was like, that was oh, me with God. That was, was me with so Amityville Horror. I had to walk home uh, to my house after yo, watching that movie. what was your uh, scariest 80s movie that you saw? I'm not like I'm not a connoisseur of this stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I, uh, I was actually gonna Google it and I forgot. You were supposed to remind me. Um, I don't. know. Well, like, what mo- what movies did you see as a kid that like freaked you out? Amityville Horror, jo- uh, Exorcist. Holy shit! Those are all seventies. Freaked me the fuck out. You gotta go Freddy. Deeper. Yeah, I, mean, I remember Freddy. I remember Nightmare and all. I think the last time we did this, I picked the one where like. He sucks him into the bed and like shoots a little blood That's out. That's the first the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I can't, yeah. we can't use that again. Yeah, <laughs> we've used it so many times. That was that's really my. Really, is uh, is Eric and Rachel me. watching? Yeah, they're watching. What is their scenes for eighties? Um, I want to know. Okay, Eric's Eric and Rachel. I want to know your eighties horror. Oh, Eric. Well, Big Eric's Dissert, favorite Big horror Dissertation movie of all time. Too. Eric's favorite horror movie of all time is Pet Cemetery, so Pet Cemetery scared the shit. It's fucking out of you. scary that movie, dude. 
I like the second one with the Kurgan and Edgar Furlong. <laughs> yes! Of course you are. Of course you are. And you know, it too. My it, name is Candy. I love the Kurgan. He's my favorite. It, it was pretty bad for me too. But like, that was 90s. And that was my yeah. uh, my second choice. And I'm like, no, it's 1990. It was like, I, I, you know what? My the favorite, miniseries. I like to care clowns from outer space. But that was like one of my movie, favorite. Though, it funny. was one of my favorite movies but ever. But it's funny. That's like that's like critters to me, <laughs> like space ghoulies. Yeah, ghoulies. Like, <laughs> ghoulies. I love all those movies. I love those rock music. Your faces changes. <laughs> it's the best, man. It's the best. I love it. Because Gremlins was so popular that they all kind of ripped off Gremlins. Yeah, that like the people, the children under the stairs. That, that was nineties. Oh, that was nineties. Yep. Well. Wow. Yes, it was early nineties. That was um, with your girlfriend yes. from. I think Dan um, Aykroyd was in there. Oh, what was the name of the show? Um... My so-called life. Yep, Rayanne. Rayanne Graff. That was a freaky one. What? People on the stairs? Yeah, when I was a kid. I, that was a yeah, great that movie. Was a creepy movie. Great yeah. movie. People on the stairs. Great movie. You can use that a... next week for 90s. The yeah. other thing I was going to do was Spoiler I was going to do alert. Hellraiser. Oh, P- Pinhead is the worst bad guy ever. Oh, no. He's, he's just... He's just... He's, he's just a fancy a, man. He's like he drinks like soy lattes. It's ridiculous. I love Pinhead. He's just a fancy man. He is. Like, he's very no. He's very into rules and being proper. He is. Yeah, he is. You're he right. is. And he will punish you if you do not follow those rules. What about like Labyrinth? Does that count as like a horror? Movie? Nah. It's kind of sorta. All right. Yeah, but that's that's way late, dude. What? That's not 80s. Oh, you just got okay. shot down, Eric Hyde. He said, Rachel's creepiest scene in a horror movie is when the girl's fingernail breaks in Stir of Echoes. That's 90s. That's even yeah. later, I think. I think that's uh, Millennium. That is creepy, yeah. though. It or, is uh, creepy. I, I, I love that right movie, though. I or love Cujo that movie. Was, Cujo was another one. Cujo? Cujo didn't bother me. I don't know. I wasn't was scared by dog. it. Anyway. Anyway. All right. We try with the hides, but I guess they're doing that. All right. Let's do uh God, Finley, really? Watch that, too. What do you mean, really? You're, like, burping loudly. Burping loudly. Also, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a slave from my uh, sinister... All right, so um, we had the the funny the funny viral videos of the week. Um, I'm pretty proud of these videos. Okay, so Eric <laughs> said face peeling scene in Poltergeist. Yeah, mm. that was a bad. Yeah, I feel like I don't want to. I didn't want to use Poltergeist this week though because we talked about it so much last week that I didn't, was like, eh. Even um um. The uh, worm. Bill Mosley talked about Poltergeist. Yep, and the worm. Somebody talked about yeah. it last week with the worm with Poltergeist. Who was it? Linda Quigley. Yes, with the worm. Yes. She didn't want to drink tequila because she thought right. she'd turn into fucking Craig T. Nelson the right. worm. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so I want to hear about 80s, Rachel. 80s horror 80s. movies. Get creepy. Get Next it. week's 90s. I, it's going to be so hard for me because there's so many. Candyman, fucking Scream. And you can't do Scream because you don't Scream a million times. I think I'm going to do Candyman, dude. Because Candyman fucked Candyman me up. Candyman rock, dude. That movie the fucked worst, me the fuck up. Scary. I might give it away here. The scene at the end with a woman, uh, Virginia Madsen, oh, with no dude. hair on. Oh, That's my God. That's the scariest part of that fucking movie for me. That movie fucking scared the shit out I of like me. I like how everyone's skipping over Michael Myers. I get it. He's not, like, exactly That's scary. That's 70s. But even, 
70s. The older ones. The older ones weren't fucking scary at all, dude. The first one was the scariest movie, and it was the 70s. Anyways, George Newman said the gate when Stephen Dorff's dad's face melts. Yes. I love that movie. Good call, George. The that Gate was a good is one. one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. Because good call, it's so George. Underrated. Yes, with that nerd with the glasses, I forget, I forget who yes. was, but yes, that was a great movie. And like the, everything's claymation, which yeah. makes it even creepier. That was a great movie. Love that movie. Great movie. I want the kids to see that movie. All right. Is that so weird? We're gonna, yo, no, we're gonna, we should, we you should watch the Gate. The kid, yeah, it's Halloween. Let's watch the okay, Gate. Okay, wait. Creep Show 2. The Raft. I love that fucking part of that movie. I'm not even scared by that movie. I think that movie is fucking awesome. Creepshow 2. Well, yeah, well, the, the, the raft thing the comes on. Yeah, blob. yeah, I yeah. love that fucking part of that movie. It's also can't get a ride, lady. Well, that's what we used that last year. I can't yeah. use that again. It was PG-13. Was it PG-13? The Gate? Probably. Yeah, it was. There's no boobies or anything. Mm. So that was the major thing. If there was a boob, it was rated R. Yeah. That guy's name was like Lamar or something. Yeah. That, thanks to the Rise Lady Lamar. guy. He the was... black guy was named Lamar? He, yeah. No. No. Um, and Lamar. All right. So I was like, talking about like horror movies. We're going to watch some funny viral videos. So Superhuman uh, clocked in with his. Uh, of course he did. Funny video of over the week. And, uh, He's which... like a machine. <laughs> Let's check out Superhuman's like uh, video of the week. I think we should get the Kurgan on. <laughs> this is Superman Today I'll be doing a bump up on light tubes cabin. What just happened? Is he speaking English? Light tubes. Well, all I heard is. Whoa! 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 <laughs> All right, Dak Prescott. Suck it up, soldier. Cut. <laughs> so Dude, he's getting worse. Well, I think he's running out of things to do. No, he's getting worse because you can't understand a word he says anymore. Maybe he's like... Uh, he's getting more retarded? He's, I think he's getting more retarded. Maybe he's just like drinking or something. I don't know. <laughs> Retardies, he is because you can't understand him. He's like, I'm confused. Is he a midget or is he a little person? I think he's both and a retard. That that's not a good uh, combo. All right, so this, this I think he's got a bright future ahead of him, though. This, oh, yeah, of course. Next yeah. video, I'm, ex- I'm excited to tell Cassie about because you know those like wavy, waving arm guys. In the yes, like right. you waving arm guy. So somebody took it. And made it slow, like, motion backwards and put music to it. Oh, my God. And it looks like the guy is dancing. Let's check this out. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's amazing! Dear Tracy Lane, I hope to explain I'm the biggest fan. Just wanted to say, can I eat your ass? Like dance as soon as I can. That's really good. You had, had a lot of dick, had a lot of dick, had a lot of time, had a lot of time. You had a lot of dick chasing, but, but you ain't had mine. Dear Chasey Lane, I wrote to complain, you never wrote. <laughs> 
Was that the whole song? I could have like went on all the whole time. Oh, you quit it. I know every word. I know, me too. <laughs> Fucking Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> so does our son. He knows all the words. I'm so, I'm more sober now than I was after How? the... Uh, you know what? Because I adrenaline flowing in the Bill Mosley interview. Yes, I understand that. <clears throat> so when we did the interview with the BDSM girl, I was not there. No, you were not. Maya Sintris. Maya Sintris. What? Did you guys save it for me? <laughs> I tried. I, I was asking her I questions. That was, no, was good. We failed you Gil out. Gilcast her questions. Yeah, her. She, she shot me down like three times. She's like, oh, I guess you want to be my slave. And she talked to you. She was like, shoot me down. I'm like trying to fill out a resume. And she's like, fuck you, asshole. That's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. She says you said her name wrong, but I don't think you did. I don't think it either. Unless you said it wrong before the interview. Because I know you at one point did say it wrong during the show. What's the difference between Maya and Maya? It's totally different. Yeah. Cassie and Casey? Yeah, thank you. And I hate when people fucking call me Casey. All right, fine. People call me, uh, uh, Beacock. You're a fag. <laughs> no, they don't. No one calls you that. No one. No, nobody fucking uh, calls you that ever. Until all the time. <laughs> no, it's so large. Who? It's like this. <laughs> Who calls you that? Nobody. It goes like this, and it's like large. No, this <laughs> keeps going. No, no one calls you that ever. No, they don't. Lies. All right, so this next video that just got really awkward. No, yeah, it, calls d- you it that. did get awkward, I, right? Right. I, I think Spencer calls him that. All right, so this next <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah, uh, shut up, Gilg. Uh, kill cure fag. And uh, this next video, uh, this woman's doing a uh, wedding. She's a minister, and in the middle of the wedding, she decides to vomit. It, the, the great introduction. Spoiler alert. Great, great introduction. The things that you dream. I promise to be your biggest advocate and your best friend. I commit to sharing with you in seasons of abundance. Oh my god! And in seasons of scarcity. <laughs> They just keep going. <laughs> that bride is so that pissed. That the bride, the bride the best part. And your best friend. I commit to sharing with you in seasons of abundance <laughs> and in seasons of scarcity. She just keeps going. She's like, yeah, whatever. It was probably on her first rodeo. That you dream. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Do we think she was drunk, or do we think she just, like, was sick, or, like, had coronavirus, or, like, what? I think she was nervous. I think she was, she was nervous. nervous? Yeah, I think she was nervous. Maybe she ate a bad clam. Ew. Ew. By the way, I have Eddie Van Halen headband on tonight. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. Oh, I noticed that just now after you said it. What? This is the, yeah, Eddie Van Halen. You know Eddie Van Halen's album? Oh, this okay. Is- what, diver down? Don't care. Whatever. Anyway. Jerk face. Um, so. R.I.P. Oh, my God. C- moving along. All right, the next video. Cassie, pick that's next video. I have two. All right, two so, Cassie, you have to old, introduce these. Two old videos. The first video is Gilk in his basement. Watch this. This is Gilk. I never got any money from this either. Look, it's Gilk. (laughs) 
And I got one. I did not get one residual. That's bullshit. <laughs> I should be living on an island right now because of that video. My he, my ho. I showed that. To, I showed that to Gavin in his face. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was just like, "Don't, don't worry about it." It's stuff we used to watch in like the nineties. It's all good. This next one is a viral video I never saw before. Which two is girls weird. in one cup. No, it's not two girls, one cup. That's fake anyway, by the way. But I did see that. But no, this is something that's the funniest thing. I fell. I fell off the bed earlier watching this. It is a mascot fail uh, at a, what, basketball game? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's basketball. Yeah. And he, the thing <laughs> falls like 14 times. It's fucking great. Check this out. so fucking hard. Oh man, you got rid of it? Or what? I was going to play the farting Asian guy. Oh. Ugh. Oh, so sorry. Why'd you get rid of that? That was awesome. So sorry. I didn't even for things. <sighs> Boo. I feel like I just put the Asian glasses on a fart. No. That's not as funny. <laughs> anyway. 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 Uh, let's go. Let's call. Alright. Oh, shit. We lost the nah, camera. Nah, we lost the camera. That's alright. Fingers will fix it for next week. No, it's fucked up, that camera up there. Oh. We, we did order some more shit, but... We'll fix it. I've learned lots of stuff tonight. Really? Are you going first, or is Gilk? Gilk is. Oh, no. I learned the most important thing. What? That you can order a freaking non-burger... Cheeseburger, <laughs> friggin' no McDonald's. Meat. Like, 
that like blew my mind. Like I, I never even thought about that. You know, like I'm gonna try to do it just to see if they do They'll it. They'll let you do it. But I don't even want to eat it. If I get no burger, I'm not gonna eat it. I'm just gonna throw it away. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do it just to freaking do it. I I learned uh, Maya Centris is not taking new slaves. No. So if you want to go be a slave, you got to go find like a someone else. You got to go find a lesser BDSM. Uh, what, are, what's, what are they called? Mistress. You got to find somebody else. Yes. I learned Bill Mosley, great guest. Yes. He remembers shit from Amazing. like, and he reads a script in like a night. It seems like like to me like I think if I you gave me a script I'd be like ah fuck this I'll read it tomorrow I'm like yeah I read it tomorrow whatever like. That guy reads a script. I think, like, in three days, he's read the scripts like, 17 times. And that, to me, is amazing because I could not do that. And I learned that I asked the worst questions. <laughs> uh, I already knew. I just didn't want to admit to myself. Ah, uh, Jesus. And I learned uh, Spencer calls uh, Finley Big Penis. Yes. Big Penis Boy. What? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You said it. Spencer calls it Big Penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also learned too if you want to get with Maya Sinistress, man, you better be packing some heat. Because she's going to want pictures, a fucking diameter, diameter. fucking, uh, I don't even know, like computer imaging of your penis. And you got to be packing. If you're not packing, forget it. That's all. That's, that's all. That's all. That's all you got. Yeah, what you want. <laughs> what was that? What have you learned? Wow, Finley. Um, I hope I you like it. <laughs> I learned I learned that you have to have the really important guest on first, mm. or Finley yeah. is just not going to be able to get through the second part of it. I thought that first interview was great. Because there's too much adrenaline. No, you, the first interview was great. But you just had so much adrenaline going that you drank so much that, like, the next interview was, and like... Out. Burr, 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 and I'll let out. I gotta give yeah, credit terrible. to Cassie, too, because those were good questions. Like, he was definitely excited to answer all those questions. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, bet they... Th-. Like, you know, he probably doesn't get that all the time, you know what I mean? No, it, I kind of... I kind of... You nerded out on the question. I kind of listened to a lot of interviews, too. Anyways. But next week, there's two interviews. We have two I know, people. I know, I know. I'm, I'm doing so the Michael Barrett questions, like, dude. I have to, like, not drink next week. No, not at all. Anyways, um, I learned that Bill Mosley gets kicked out of farmer's markets while he's on air because yeah. he talks about Tutti fucking Fruity. Um, he seems like such a fucking cool, di- cool dude to meet. Like, I just want to meet him so badly because he just, he's very down to earth and cool, cool guy. Um, I learned that Maya Sinstress, uh, she is a, is a fun clown and likes to, likes to leave dildos on her fucking neighbor's roof. Which I really want to do to my neighbors. Yeah, right. I feel like I need to throw dildos on their roof or something. Like, I don't know. That's fucking hilarious. Um, I learned that Gilk was an internet superstar way back in the day. Yeah. I got no residuals. Yeah, you need to get you, any residuals. Fuck you, YouTube. Um, I learned that uh, there's way too many good 90s horror movies. Next week is going to yeah, be a fucking challenge. It's going to be fun. So... Finley. A lot of cheesy 80 ones. A yeah. lot of cheesy, yeah. cheesy 80 ones. And we ones. reference a lot of them. That's why we can't use yeah. a lot of them. Finley, what did you learn? Stop kissing the camera. Stop. I learned that happy birthday, Erica. Hi, uh, Rachel, Eric. What? Rachel. Rachel, not Eric. I learned... Eric's is next week. 
Happy birthday, Rachel Hyde. Sorry. I learned this pier is amazing. Uh, Delvin's Reach. Yeah, yes, didn't you already right. know that, though? Shut up, Dick. And uh, <laughs> this is it's a great beer. And uh, I, grew, I I learned that Bill Mosley is an amazing guest. We did a great interview with um, Cassie. Oh, I learned Finley did not ask the drinking word Sh- today once. Shut up, whole thing. Yes, I did. No, you did. No, you never you said it once. Shut up. <laughs> and it was, it was a great interview with Bill Mosley. It was fantastic. Um... I think we did a great job today, me and Cass. Uh, Cassie, you brought the best questions for Bill Mosley. I asked them all. No, and you it, missed one. No, I missed one because it was it dragged along too a little bit. You should bit. just let it drag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but I had to let that, you know, the uh, the uh, BDSM girl in. Yes. But uh, it was it was a good show today. It was a great show today. This is one of our best shows ever, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, I agree. Um, we had a great show and, um, it was awesome and, uh, I'm drunk, but who cares? And, uh, I love you all and I'll see you next week with Michael Berman. Okay, wait, wait, let me do it because you've been drinking a lot. Michael Berman. Next week. Fine, sure. Shh, Finley. Next week we have on Michael Berryman, iconic horror mm-hmm. actor from Weird Science and The Hills Have Eyes, one and two. And Hunter Biden. We have he's, Hunter Biden. He's now. also been in a, a myriad of Motley Crue videos, which oh, is really? really weird. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now that um, I think about he's it. been in a, a few things. He was in Highway to Heaven as the Devil, all sorts of stuff. Uh, we're going to have him on first. And second interview is Ron Shear from USA Up All Night. Um, so, Woo! very exciting interviews next week and we're going to wrap up our horror month with 90s movies that yeah stuck Gil, with us. tell us your 90s scene uh, no definitely there's a lot of 90s ones. there is um so you guys i hope you enjoyed tonight and bill and maya thank you so much for being on and okay. we will see you next week happy birthday rachel happy birthday happy rachel birthday, rachel drink on minutes out Drinking Dirty in Jersey is produced by two crazy drunk assholes. Check them out at drinkingdirtyinjersey.com, on Twitter at DrinkingDirtyNJ, and on Facebook. We will now return to your regularly scheduled, extremely boring programming. Mendez out. Throw down your protest signs and pick up some whiskey or beer. Because we are exactly what your pansy-ass generation needs. With the hottest porn stars, best breweries, best bars, and of course, we're making getting drunk great again. Tune into Drinking 30 in Jersey with your host Chris and Cassie Finley. Every Sunday night, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific. Right here on the Demon Seed Radio Network. www.demonseedradionetwork.com